Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. <laughs> I was way off there. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. <laughs> A.K.A. the modern day Goof Haraja. WWE Champion Jinder Mayo. <laughs> Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba wee, gabba wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. And uh, uh, uh. <coughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction. With all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Woo! Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? I've been here for 12 years! <laughs> okay, anyway, let's get into it, man. <laughs> a lot to get into yeah. this week. Quite a spicy week. Let's introduce him. Sitting to the front, which, by the way, I just thought of the drop. I'm going to add to the board for you in 2019. Okay. Okay? But I'm going to have a drop for you right before it happens. But, Nasty Newman in studio. Ah! About it. Yeah, how about it? Man, we let's hey, let's get into it. Now before we get into all the spicy action, hey, also we got a special guest producer slash engineer in studio this week. Let's introduce him. Mr. Mark David Christensen. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> he's got his new catchphrase here. Hey, hey, hey. Um, which uh you're one of those guys who goes by his middle name Dave, right? Yeah, I do What's go that by about? I'm just born and raised been called Dave, then I moved to L.A. to become an actor, couldn't go by Dave, they needed an initial, I hated explaining the M, so now I'm Mark David Christensen. Got hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Hot garbage. Hot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it was something innocuous like that and not, because like normally when someone's like going by their middle name, it's like, because my name is the same name as my dad and I fucking right. hate my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that it was not that. That's no, pretty boring. <laughs> uh, do you did you grow up around uh, a lot of juniors, a lot of like Dave juniors? Uh, no, I didn't really know any juniors growing up. I see we got a couple in the Facebook group. I think I might uh, if I have a kid go with a junior. Never have I got that. Kid. I got that high of an ego where I could go with the junior. Anyway, yeah, my brother was the same name as my dad. No junior though. Right. Oh, just the same name. Yeah. Do you feel like you're equipped? To be a father. <laughs> what flavor is that? Lime. Why would you even ask? Duh. It's always lime. Shut your mouth. Uh, am I equipped to be a father? I yeah. mean, uh, this is hot garbage. Hot. I don't. I don't know. Uh, we, we, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, is anybody? 
But honestly, is anybody? No. Is anybody equipped for it? Isn't that kind of the role that is thrown to you that you assume the mantle? You kind of become you become a father. Yeah, I think. Are yeah. people fathers before they're fathers? No. <laughs> I just I just I I babysat recently and it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not something I ever want to do again. And I can't even imagine you. That's the babysitter. I'll make, I'll, I'm going to confess something because I know the parents don't listen to the pod. Yeah. Uh, they were like, we try to limit screen time. You know, we don't want any screen time until like after after lunch or what after, after whatever. Uh, they left and that baby got screen time all fucking day. <laughs> all well, day I mean, screen time. Well, you. Uh, Should have known better, dude. You I mean, know? Come on. <laughs> it's just so easy. It makes it so much easier. You fucking put the kid in front of an iPad. They shut the fuck up for, for once. It's wonderful. Absolutely. Hey, all right. We got a couple announcements before we get into all the spicy yeah. action, okay? Uh, so, uh, remember, my stand-up special about professional wrestling is available Christmas Day for Patreon producers, people at the producer level. Uh, so you can just join that tier if you're a patron already. Join that tier, and then Christmas Day when you like when you got that weird uncle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, he's saying he's spouting off why Trump isn't that bad, <laughs> right? What do you do? You go. You're gonna hide in the corner. You're gonna be go on become a patron producer, Patreon producer, Jabroniac producer, I believe is the tier, and you can check out my special. I want to reveal the new name of my stand special because I changed the name because that's yeah. the kind of guy I am. But you can check it out. Uh, uh, well, let's uh, let's get um, a little uh, music to introduce this. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. No, 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 that's not <laughs> it. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody. All right, everybody. <laughs> My stand-up special, which comes out for Patreon producers on Christmas Day, goes public everyone else in quarter one 2019 is called adult wrestling fan <laughs> <laughs> that was the original title of it and i changed it you know when you get in that zone when you work on something creatively where you're just like i don't know somebody like you ask for someone's advice and then right. you just take it and you're like why don't i just trust what i had originally that's me in a nutshell, baby. Yeah. Adult wrestling fan. You could check it out on Christmas Day. Now, also remember, that's not the only spicy announcement for you guys. Uh, January 2nd, Wednesday, January 2nd, the first official business work day after the new year. So this is January 2nd, 2019. In my notes, I wrote it 2018. <laughs> That's how much I've not committed to the future. 2019, you can listen to the eight-hour 9 to 5 episode, okay? You sit down at work the first day of 2019 back at the Huggy Shop, right? Your boss is on you because he doesn't want you to burn the bread this year. We're turning over a new leaf, yeah. okay? You know, maybe for remember to... to uh, Put the adhesive on so the sesame seeds stick to the bun. Okay, you mean water? You no, know, I use tape. Spray. I use tape. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just spray the top of the roll with water. Put a little double side on there. <laughs> no one will notice because the sesame seeds are pungent as hell, especially in Philly. Ooh, the the, the sesame seeds in Philly. Everybody oh, knows. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Everybody knows. Molto bene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and actually, you know what? While we're at it, stop cooking. Yeah. Stop cooking the bread. 
Uh, hoagies go on uncooked bread. Well, it's got anyway. We're getting way too into it. But hey, the nine to five, eight hour episode will be available for any patron level. You can be at the lowest level, whatever. Just patreon.com. It's going to be available for all patrons. So you'll sit down and listen to an episode that whole day. Uh, I, uh, I I think you, I think you'll enjoy it. It was a great time. One of my favorite days of this podcast recording. Uh, it was surprising how easy it was to speak about <laughs> wrestling <laughs> for eight hours straight. Yeah. Uh, Great time. Now, remember, in, in that episode, we will be introducing the official Cal Pro Wrestling Summit, mm-hmm. which affects Cal 2019. All right. It's an introduction of a new type of Cal episode. So uh, I think you'll enjoy it. You see some clips online from when we were going live. You'll see what it is, but check that out. So a lot of stuff coming at you. Hey, one more announcement. There might be another one. Whatever. Um, uh, for the Patreon, we still have some hoodies left, okay? Uh, it's awesome. If you got your hoodie, your uh, cow title hoodie, if you got one, make sure, post uh, your pic- post a picture of it. I'm loving seeing all those pics of that. And, um, and uh, yeah, just know right now I got uh, not that many left, but yeah. there are some left. A lot of people have been giving... Um, uh, suggestions for movie dissections of pr- movies with pro wrestlers on it. Check it. Since we hit 100 patrons, I've adjusted the tiers. There's a tier in there where you could pop in and you'll be able to choose a movie and actually get your voice on that episode. So uh, check that out uh, on there. Now, one last announcement. Next week's episode will be our best of 2018 episode. So there won't be... It'll, it'll be come out the same time as the... Regular episode normally would, but it won't be recapping Raw and SmackDown next week. Uh, any big things that happen on there, I'm going to go live on the Facebook page, live from Dallas, Texas, at my in-laws' house. Um, I'll I'll, um, I'll I'll recap stuff over there, but it'll be our best of 2018, which will uh, encapsulate your cash-ins about the things you dug about 2018, about Cal, about the year, about pro wrestling, and I will have my top. 10 list, and uh, we might have some special guests stopping by um, from the year, uh, people you've been familiar with. So, anyway, check that out, okay? So, um, anyway, let's get on with Did the episode. You, so, wait, 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 wait. Did you see the video that Arlen posted on the Facebook page about Letterman? <sighs> yeah, I saw it. I saw it. So you know that Letterman is going to be in L.A.? Uh, yeah. No, I know. I saw I saw it. Are we going to do something about that? Dude, I was hoping you wouldn't Bring this up, man. I don't... Uh, like, I thought long and hard about all of this, and I just think it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. What's not worth it? You have to fight for the title. The guy... It, it's not I, a title that if you don't fight for it. Well, maybe the cow title was just... some. We had fun with it, maybe, already. I mean, you know, because, look, the guy... Adam Letterman, for people who are new to the show, I feel people, and I don't want this to be nonsensical for people... But uh, Adam Letterman, he's a lawyer in New Jersey and New York, and he uh, he was the ex-sponsor of the show. If you go back a couple episodes, you can hear he was the sponsor of the show. And for a time, we had a good thing going, but then he kind of started throwing ridiculous demands at me and really treating the people who make this podcast what it is like shit. And I got to the point where I stopped doing the reads. I'm lo- I, you know, I wasn't going to advertise for someone who I didn't believe in what they're doing and what they stand for. And then he tried to put a lawsuit on me and my lawyer said that he had me by the balls, quote unquote. And so I went to New Jersey and uh, when I was uh, in New York, I stopped in Hoboken to his uh, law offices and uh, 
he assaulted me and stole the cow title. You can see the video. It's on my Instagram at, at Dan Black Attack, and you can see it on the Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Uh, my wrestling for the look, morning, but uh, yeah, and you could you could see it on there, and it's there for documentation. Uh, look, if you don't if you don't want to fight back for yourself, you know, I think that's. Uh, that's a that's a cowardly move, but I understand it, dude. You're calling me cowardly, but you, you, you like you don't. You no, let just me, saw in a video. You were here in L.A. You didn't have to see what my dad went through, bringing me to the urgent care center. I did like see the look in his eye, wondering if I'm going to be okay. And luckily, I was okay. My wife was calling, screaming. She was on tour. It messed up her whole schedule. You know, she's supposed to be on stage doing comedy. Like it, the guy's violent. The guy will go to places that I don't think that I can go, and I I don't. I don't think it's worth it. I think you just kind of let the title go and then, you know. Look, it's fine if you don't think it's worth it for you, but he is scaring people. Uh, His behavior is scaring people off of the Facebook group. We're losing listeners because of this guy. So I I think it's time for... uh, if we know where he's going to be, consequences and repercussions to take effect. I mean, I know you're right. Then numbers down. If you don't want to fight back for you, that's one thing. But fight back for the listeners, for Christ's sake. (sighs) Look, if I can can figure out where he is, okay? I know when he's landing, he's obviously going to LAX because that jabroni can't afford uh, uh, Bob Hope, all right? Right. If I know where he's going to be and I can find him, will you come with me? Dude, I just don't think it's a good idea, man. I'm not. It's not going to go it well. It may not be. What a are you good, expecting? You know. What am I expecting? I'm expecting consequences and repercussions to fall on his head. I'm expecting to right this it's wrong. Crazy, I'm reading a message right here from one of the listeners saying that he loves the show, and he's leaving the group because Letterman is kind of take taking it over and. So it says he's in quotes. New Jersey cronies have been sending threatening messages to him. It's terrible. It's terrible. This community. We. Ha- it's terrible. Look, I don't know how they handle things on Long uh, Island. I don't know how they handle things yeah. in Los Angeles. The way we handle things in Philadelphia is you fill a sock with D batteries and you crack them upside the skull, and he knows not to come around the block anymore. All right, dude. But every everything we need is here, man. We got me and you, and we do the pod. And like when a note, he's not here right now. But we have no sh- Like he can't, he can't break it just because he has the title. We got our friendship, our bond, you know, our chemistry on the pod. We have all that. Like yeah. What? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know, when he said, you know, if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. I'm sure he wasn't talking about you. He meant everybody else but you. And so you shouldn't, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I'm right. You're right. You're right. You shouldn't all right, do it. All right. All right. All right. You can come with me if I can find him? Come on. All right. All right. I have off tomorrow. I'll go with you. All right. I'll go with you. But I, I, I'll, for the record, I think this is a bad idea. Fine. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm saying it's the idea. All right. Fine. All right. And and, and thanks thanks to Arlen. You know, I know this is tough on him. Arlen's a... Is this Letterman's his best friend. We're bo- And I'm best friends with Arlen. And he... he it's it's hard. You you say it like it's easy to go against someone who's close to you, even if they're blatantly in the wrong. And I mean, in this case, Letterman was violent and committed theft, mm-hmm. right? So uh, it's it's easy, but it's hard when it's someone that means a lot to you. So I really respect Arlen for being on our side here. But yeah, all right, I'll go with you. Good. Can we get on with the podcast yes, here? Yes, yes, fine. Like, fine, right. fine, 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 fine. All right, let's uh, all right, let's get let's get back into it. Let's get. Okay. Anyway. Should known better, dude. Anyway. Uh, all right. So. Okay. 
So, all right. Hey, I, I, I got something to get us back into the fun mood. I'm sorry. I'm just right. getting back into it. I was listening to uh, the Steve Austin show, Stone Cold's podcast again. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, I mean, the guy is just, he will describe the most <laughs> minute, like minutia. Like he has the conversation that we have before we get in here. Like the, like just the fluff, the filler. Right. And he just gets on the air, but he delivers it like it's he saves like it's like it's yeah. content. He saves everything for the pod. I'm actually yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I think he must be like not saying anything all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here, yeah, listen, listen here's to this Steve part. Austin. All right, everybody, welcome to Steve Austin Show. I am coming to you from the mean streets of Los Angeles, California today. I'm sitting here in my office at 316 Gimmick Street. The Austin family is back in California. Spent about two weeks over there at the BSR 2.0 in Nevada, having a great time, enjoying the snow and the cold weather. We get four seasons down there. So I look He's got four seasons. Every one of them. <laughs> flying back in here in Los Angeles, man, just in flying into that ball of smog that I'm to talk about on the podcast with my guest. There's a helicopter buzzing around my damn house right now. That just shows that I am indeed in Los Angeles. And I guarantee you it's a black and white chopper. They're running a spotlight because there's some kind of crime going down right down the street. Even hey, though I live in Marina Del Rey. And the whirly birds here are chirping in the sky. I can hear them. Sto oh my God, Stone Cold. I mean, uh, Thanks for stopping by again, man. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to see you, as always. Uh, 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 you're going off about the uh, helicopter. Heli helicopters? It's a, it's a helicopter. It's what I call helicopters. I think, it, I, I think it's a helicopter. That's fine. It's just the way I pronounce it on, a on account of the fact that I'm from Texas. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, well, you're awesome. It's awesome you're here. It's towards the end of the year. I mean, maybe I get your opinion on, like, yeah. 2018. What was maybe your favorite match you saw or moment from 2018? I could use this on our best of 2018 episode. Yeah, I think probably the moment that uh, Rudeney Strong uh, turned on Pete Dune. Wh who? Rudeney Strong and Pete Dune. I gotta repeat myself. Did I stutter, son? Wait, wait, wait. wait. You talking about Roddy, Roddy Strong? You know what I'm talking about, Roderick son. Strong when Rudeney. he turned on Pete Dunn? Rudeney Strong and Peter Dune. <laughs> no, okay, the Stone Cold. You're not saying those names correct Come at on. all. Well, I know I'm not saying them correct. I'm saying them the Stone Cold way. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So yeah. it's like I say, I don't say helicopter, I say helicopter. Yeah, I don't okay. say Rod, Rod is strong, I say Rudy Strong. I don't say Dan Black, I say Don Block, all right? That's how I talk. Yeah, but that's not my name. My name is Dan Black. Your name Rudy. is what I say your name is, okay, all right, or I'll drop sorry, you I'm on sorry. that stack of dimes you call a net. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, look, no, 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 listen. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, hell yeah. He, no, that's hell, and I've heard you say hell before. Look, don't tell me how to say my gimmick, son. Okay, all right. Well, okay, great. So that was your favorite match. What was your favorite spot in that match? Oh, I was, it wasn't so much of a spot. It was the look on uh, on the, the Panama City Playboy, Adam Cole's face. I love Adam Cole. Adam Cole, BB. I love him. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, uh, don't hold, it's look, big. are you going to stop me every three seconds, son? Oh, Am I'm I going to be able to get a thought out? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I going to be able to articulate myself? I'm sorry. All right. Adam Cole, BB. I love the look on his face when he realized Rudy Strung turned on Pete Dune. He had that shit-eating grin on his face. I mean, he's a hell of an actor. Uh, I think he's a hell of a talent as well. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm having a hard time understanding which... 
That's because I'm talking about. That's because I'm drunk right now. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were smoking weed. I thought you were stoned cold, Steve Austin. No, look, brother. I'm uh, I'm doing it. I smoke a little. I drink a little. I get the spins like an egg beater, and then I hit the bed. Okay. Well, time well, for bedtime for Old Stone Cold. Stone Cold, that's the least badass thing I ever heard. Stone Cold 316 says, I'm ready for a nap. I don't think the glass should shatter when you're saying things that are pretty, I don't know, not even innocuous. They're just things that are like old, old, old people proud, proud things. Stone Cold, Stone Cold says, dinner's at 3 p.m. and that's the bottom line. Okay, yeah, all right, Stone Cold. Listen, uh, any other moments of 2018 while we have you here? You're all over the map today. Uh, you know what? I probably got to say I liked uh, I like Carmela's cash in a lot. I think she deserves it. I think oh. she's a wonderful talent. Uh, her and uh, uh, her and our truth been doing a good job. And uh, uh, I probably give a shout out to old uh, Oscar and Shinsuke Nakamura. For uh, for winning the the battle royales there, or the Royal Rumbles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Look, look, son, you're lucky I didn't go somewhere else with that name. <laughs> yeah, all right, that was pretty close. That was pretty close. Yeah, I, hey, that was some good insight there. That's good insight of there. Uh, 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 great, great. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Good if you don't mind, I got to go hop on my whirly bird and hit the road to Marina Del Rey. One, two, three, Gimmick Street. Don't send me any mail. I don't actually live there. Okay, all right. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Hell yeah. Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. I mean, Stone, Stone Cold came by again. Oh, he, I, he might be getting. It seems like he might be getting a little older there. Yeah, He's celebrating I mean, a lot of things that my grandpa would celebrate. Yeah, time uh, time catches up with us all. I think. Right? <sighs> Tell you what, though, I do feel I do feel better after having Stone Cold in studio. So, uh, oh, what flavor? Lime, you fucking idiot. Okay, it's always lime. Man, I don't know why we even asked that. All right. Um, all right, so we got a lot to cover here. We got TLC. We got the big Raw. Uh, uh, we got the Raw shakeup here. But before we do, I'm going to talk about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> because I want to talk about a moment I had with my wife. By the way, uh, this might lose us more listeners than Letterman, but uh, I'm going to talk about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel now. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's on Amazon Prime. Season 2 just came out. They're not a sponsor of the show at all, uh, but the show is... Uh, uh Absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love it. The, the main thing about this show, and the reason I bring it up, is uh, the lead character, the Mrs. Maisel character, Rachel Brosnahan, mm-hmm. is uh, just it, uh, delightful. Uh, <laughs> this is maybe the best, best, maybe the best female performance in a television show I've ever seen. Better than Edie Falco as... uh... (laughs) No one tops Edie Falco. (laughs) Calm. (laughs) Edie Falco as Nurse Jackie. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing better than Nurse Jackie. Anyway, shout out to Nurse Jackie. Um, Oh, hell yeah, Nurse Jackie. (laughs) So anyway... uh, uh, What, Nurse Jackie... Oh, it didn't restart. I got it on the wrong setting. I got a toggle between this. Anyway, so, um, no, but the thing about it is I was watching it with my wife, and uh, we're watching the show, and the thing about this show, okay, so, first off, there's two things about it I think that are amazing in terms of just, and they can apply to wrestling, about this character. So, she's a stand-up. 
Right? Right. So one thing, uh, one rule, and this is like an improv rule, people, and I think it could apply applies to uh, wrestling as well, is um, uh, she's very good at it. She's like a natural. Mm. She's great at it right away. And then you see, like, because she's great at it, everyone is drawn to her. Right. Right? And she still has conflict because life is hard and there's always conflict. But it's an amazing thing where it's like, because she's not bad at it, you don't feel bad for her. You just are like, oh, this is tough. Right. And you're like, oh, it's great to be good at stuff, which is something we always <laughs> uh, 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 talk about. Um, uh, uh, but, the, but the main thing that I think uh, applies... I'll bring it up in terms of how I said to my wife. I, I'm watching this show, and I say to my wife, and I'll be like, yeah, see, like this character, she's like nailing this moment, and I'm like, this is work shoot. Because the actress, the whole point of the show is this woman who starts doing stand-up, and she becomes like, she's blowing up, mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, she's... People are like so attracted to her right away, like uh, she's like magnetic, yeah. right? And... um. Uh, 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 but the crazy thing is the work shoot element of this also is that the Miss Maisel character, but also it's happening with Rachel Brosnahan, who's like a new breakout star. Like as you watch it, it's that same way where you watch wrestling. And I, want, I got so excited about it. I said to my wife, I'm like, this is this is like work shoot. Like this is like uh, th like that everyone you, you see here and you're like, wow, this is the next big movie star. Right. While her character is simultaneously the next big character. I was like, Jamie, this is how you win championships in wrestling. It's by putting on an incredible <laughs> performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that to me is I was I, I got so excited about this point and she was like, shh, 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 I'm trying to watch the show. You know what I mean? Shh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people, their big thing with wrestling is they're always like, Well, it's fake, like you choose who's gonna win, right? Right. But then no one ever says that about award shows, right? Like no one people are like watch those and like, yeah, she deserves it. But that is the, equates to how it is with wrestling. It's like performance of the year uh, headlines of WrestleMania, right? Yeah. And gets the title. So like uh, take like Miz for instance, uh, like his gimmick of like I'm the A-list star, right? Like no one's like, oh, I love that. <laughs> like we're like that. That's amazing. Like no, we like we like that Miz is nailing it, right? Do you know what I'm saying? So this woman is nailing this part in that way where you're like, oh, she's going to be a star. While I'm watching the show, I'm thinking those, I have those two thoughts simultaneously. Like, this character, I can't wait to follow this character. And also, man, she's going to be a movie star. Right, 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 right. So right. That, right? Yeah. that is what, when wrestling is working, that's what's happening. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, man, this guy's good. You start thinking about his booking. You're like, oh, this guy might headline a mania. And you're not even thinking about the fact that he's talking about pollution. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like Daniel Bryan. Right, or whatever. right, right. Um, uh, that was just a random thought I had there where uh, it's mainly uh, interesting because of me annoying my wife during <laughs> during yeah. the show. Yeah, I was going to say, I wish I could have been like a fly on that wall because like, just to <laughs> see the the fundamental disinterest that Jamie had. You know what's funny? No, Jamie's like, she she loves all the like the lessons I teach her with wrestling because right. I, I now will, I'll be like, she'll literally call me and be like, you think I'm getting worked? <laughs> She's like, because like in this business, it's like, am I getting worked? Right, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that person worked you. Yeah. You can't take people what they're saying at face value in this business all the time. It's just the sad reality of it because right. there's all kinds of like, hey, uh, there's all kinds of ulterior motives and it's a, this is a, this business is the Wild West, right? This isn't like doing tax returns right. where it's like, just get the, get the returns done. This is like, oh, hey, we can make more money if we do it this way or, hey, let's bring these guys in. They can do, the, you know, there's yeah. a lot of like packaging. So anyway, all right, anyway, now I'm getting deep into Hollywood, but 
award shows map to wrestling more than sports. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's really funny. And e- e- even in the equation of like, you say like sometimes someone wins an Oscar because they're like, yeah, well, Tarantino, he should have got it for that. Sometimes that happens in wrestling. It's like he's owed the title. He's put in the time. Right, right, right. Leo, right? What? Like Leo, when Leo oh, got right. an award. When Leo won, like Revenant, where yeah. it's like, that movie's a completely forgettable movie. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It was like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know. Or who was the big, who was the big daytime, Susan Lucci? Right? Yeah, Susan yeah, Lucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the joke. She never won a daytime Emmy. Who is the Susan Lucci of pro wrestling? The Miz. Is it, would it, the Miz won the title early. Oh, though. that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's the Susan Lucci? Who, who hasn't, who hasn't been given their due? Uh, like Finn? <laughs> no, but like he's early. Yeah, but he's also not as like. Yeah, I don't know if there's a. You know what? No one gets shafted enough in pro wrestling. Everybody gets a run with the title. They right, got yeah. two titles. They got two shows. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe right. maybe uh, Rusev or somebody like that, where it's like they're putting. Not in. yet. There's no Lucci in wrestling right yeah. now. All right. Anyway, guys, get your cash ins for who's the Susan Lucci, Lucci. of pro wrestling. Lucci do her house party. <laughs> yeah, guys, get in your Lucci house rules. Uh, your Susan Lucci house rules. <laughs> All right, let's get this podcast on the road. Uh, By the way, Dave, this podcast starts 20 times. (laughs) I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) It's kept me on my toes. Absolutely. So anyway, um, so TLC pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, um, So this pay-per-view, everybody was... uh, Pretty tough on this pay per view. Uh, got jabroni uh, reviews. Uh, I had a holiday party on Sunday, so I had to watch it after the holiday party. But a bunch of uh, my uh, and Newman didn't attend. I had to work. Dave did attend, and uh, uh, but uh, um, but all of the uh, my wrestling bros were watching together, and they showed up after. We're like, "Yo, don't even bother watching this pay per view. Skip right to the last match." They were like, the last match is amazing, but the rest of it. But then I watched it. I enjoyed it. It's great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that um, it wasn't, a, I, I could see, it wasn't a great, like, they were having a party. It's not a great party pay-per-view, I didn't think. Right. You know what I mean? Because um, it wasn't, like, you know when you watch, you want, like, you all want to be like, oh, that match is happening. Right. It wasn't a lot of that. It was a lot of the card where it was like, oh, who's wrestling? McIntyre Finn. Oh, it's not McIntyre Ziggler? Oh, but I'll watch that. Oh, good match. Right. Like, AJ Day. Daniel Bryan, it's like, you know Daniel Bryan's walking out with the title. It's They're not going to give it back to AJ tonight, so you know that match is just going to be good. So it wasn't a lot. It was that last match, you know, Rousey's not dropping the title to Nia Jax. So it was a lot of that. But that last match, I felt like more than made up for it. And I think everybody agreed. That was a match of the year contender. Um, uh, man, the women are on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think... Um, I think uh, I want to talk about a couple things from that match. So, by the way, I loved Becky's gear. So, I know I'm normally harsh on her gear. She's, look, look, guys, (laughs) this was brought up on the Facebook page. Uh, somebody said that if I jabron on somebody, like if I if I put somebody in the jabron zone, mm-hmm. they uh, uh, they immediately. If I sentence them Uh-oh. as your supreme leader, if I sentence you to the jabron zone, then you. All of a sudden, get good, yeah. <laughs> right? By the so, way, I'm still in the Jabron zone for what? Two more, two more Smack Smackdowns yes. in a row. Hold on, we'll have to check. Let me check. Three more. It looks three. like three more Raws and 
Half a smackdown. Oh, okay. Half a smackdown. Okay. You will be sentenced to the Jabron zone. No, but if I put somebody in, it's like Dean Ambrose, Becky. Now, I, I was really tough on Becky early this year. You can go back to me really shitting on her. And then and then I met her. And she was maybe the nicest person I ever met. Um, and uh, But she was also she also turned it around. Did but, you see the Chronicle? I did watch Chronicle. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, my point is yeah. that I was tough on the steampunk mainly. Yeah. The steampunk is the thing that I didn't know. And then her gimmick. She had Becky Balboa. She was a little all over the place. I stand by that. And the gear, I didn't really dig at all. And now, boom, she's wearing black leather gear. And it's got, like, diamonds on it. It yeah. looks fucking... She looked tough. There's also, nails. there's also a lesson in her uh, ascent. Because, uh, you know, when she was Becky Balboa uh, and the other whatever, right? She's was trying to talk tough. Uh, and trying to like be tough, right? But she wasn't able to be her like authentic self because she's trying to have she's trying to impress people. She wanted people to like her while she was being tough. And if you look at her now, she's still what ba- she's like what Becky Balboa was supposed to be. But she's obviously dropped right. the idea of like I need people to also like me. So if you can, to our listeners, I mean, take that as a lesson. You don't need people to like you. And in fact, if you're trying to get people to like you, yeah. you're probably not being your authentic self. Absolutely. If Becky taught us anything, it's that. Oh! Be yourself. <laughs> That's the lyrics of that song. They cut him out, though. Um, and I sung it, as a matter of fact. They yeah. said it was too soft and way off pitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, all right, here's a couple things I want to say. Why did Becky punch out... Nia Jax like like why blow that encounter in TLC? Did you like that? I, I mean, like that. It was really cool. Yeah. But I felt like that's a moment I would save for a bigger time. I think like I would have her show up on a Raw, right? You know, have her show up on a Raw and just like beat the shit ahead of Nia Jax. Why do it in the middle of a like like just in passing on a pay per view? Like, yeah. hey, you punched me. That wasn't nice. It almost it was like the equivalent of. Strowman throwing Kalisto in the uh, in the trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I thought about this, and I think what I've come to is that oh, I did like it because I think more things should be handled this way in yep. wrestling. Brief. Right. Like I'm a tough. I'm going to come up, and also that's the kind of the way that like I've seen things handled in real life, mm-hmm. where it's like I heard you were talking shit, and then you fucking tag them and say keep my name out of your mouth, and then it's over until it's not over anymore. Right. So I imagine that Nia Jax is gonna. They're gonna maybe try to have that come back in some way, but maybe not. And I would be okay with it not coming back. I would be okay with her punking Naya like that and, yeah. and squashing it that way. Uh, it's not, it's not necessarily, it's not where I would have went, but it's not that big of a deal. Right. I just think, I think that I, actually, to be honest, across the board with Becky, I wouldn't have went this way at all. Right. And I stick to my point that I'm nervous about where it's going. Sure. Um, I just, I think that, uh, I think that there's an element of, I think Naya, I think that she, it was almost like a punishment to have her character be punked like that. Like, we're not going to give you an opportunity to kind of like make this a thing. We're just going to have Becky punk you backstage and now you're done. Yeah. Uh, Because I think she, she probably got some heat for it. I've heard, I heard that she did it on purpose. So I can't imagine that people are happy with her. And we know that shit happens all the time where it's like, if you do something politically, then they're going to like, 
And also, I guess with the timing, they're probably like when Becky pops up, she's going after Rousey. Right. So why even? So you can just kind of blow the 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 Nia thing. But I just, I guess I would have just I I would have saved it. But whatever. It was uh, Becky nailed it. She executed it really well. It was very cool. Everything she does is super cool. She is really cool. Mm -hmm. She is like the Fonzie of like wrestling right now. Like you know what I mean? She's just cool. Um, and she has that thing going where it's just like you just want to cheer for her. Like it's you know, um, uh, like once you break through, you just do something that's just like boom, you're in there. So it's amazing. But okay, so let's talk about a couple things. Let's talk about this Ronda. So Ronda Rousey interference. Um, does this make like I'm trying to think where? Uh, so is Rousey like getting her? I didn't love the execution of this. Like I thought, like I was like, she like walked down to the ramp like pretty slow. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like she like walked down slow, <laughs> and she really has struggles with the facials. Like mm-hmm. it's like a little off. Where I'm like, I don't know, pop out from under the ring or come from the crowd. Like throw them and start fucking screaming. Like it's always a little uh, in between. It's it, it's a lot of people's uh, complain with it. But, uh, yeah, I like the fact that she's, like, firing back. Like, she's the baddest woman on the planet, the baddest bitch on the planet, uh, quote from her. So, yeah, fuck those two. Give Oscar the title. They they, they, both of them... both of them beat the shit out of her. They've uh, Becky attacked her in the locker room, yeah. right? And um, and uh, Charlotte hit her with the kendo stick mid match, so she came back for a revenge. I just think she could, she could. When you have those moments where it's like you're going nuts, go nuts. Yeah, be she, angry. She does kind of seem. I like, think they're worried about her being too heel. Yeah, they're worried about her seeming too vicious because she doesn't have the heat that like Becky has that she could easily fall heel. Like, do you think they want her to be heel? I think no. I think they want her to be John Cena. Right. I think they want her to be you know signing autographs. I and, think they want her to be face, but they realize she's going to fall between her so, at some point because they're going to make her. They're going to shove her. She's well, going to be considered shoved down her throat, and she's going to be gray area. And the Becky train is in motion. I mean, she's also like a Sandy Hook denier, so I mean, she's probably is that true? Yeah. So she's probably is that true? She well, she's one of these where it's like. Pretty interesting, pretty interesting article I'm sharing. I'm not saying I agree with it, but it's a pretty interesting. She's like one of those where like she tweeted like some article about. Aren't all wrestlers kind of that? Yes. Like AJ's kind of that too. There's no ethical way to consume wrestling. These guys, they travel too much. They're on the the phone too much. They see newspapers from every fucking uh, local region. You know what I mean? They don't know what's real. You can't blame these guys. They're They're picking up the Kentucky Star. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) They're probably like sitting in the diner in the middle and they hear like Alex Jones voice or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Uh, no, it was so she like, she she definitely is, she she tweeted something uh, like an article that questioned the veracity of, of the same. Andy Hook story right. and and basically was just like like the quote on it was like she was like pretty interesting article so it's like right she has but a, like when loose change came out my brother sent it to me yeah. and was like yo this is pretty convincing right and like uh, for that people that's like a 9-11 uh, conspiracy doc yeah it's very well done like if you watch it you're, you're you like it's got 
It's an excellent, like, uh, it's got excellent documentary of, of, of uh, the tropes, right? Of, right. Like, the music's time right. The information is just right. You could easily be convinced by this stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So if you're on the road just going through YouTube, you might just be like, hey. And not, not only that, these wrestlers are looking for shit to talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're on the road just being like, hey, how many times do you talk to Seamus about his diet? Right. Eventually, you got to be like, yo, Seamus, what do you think of Sandy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? He's like, oh, it's a false flag, fella. Have you, <laughs> have you ever been like, I'm saying like, have you ever been in a place where you're in a conversation where you're like, why did I start this? Yeah. Yeah. All, they, every conversation re- I have. Wrestlers probably have that more than anyone. Yeah. Because they're on like 20 hour flight to Australia and then 30 minutes later they're flying to fucking Toronto, Canada. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. eventually they get to the place where they're just like, yo, listen, man, uh, the grassy knoll is not that big or whatever. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had to analyze it, I think it's a lot of like, I think it's probably, I don't know. I, I don't know how to say this without coming across as like disparaging people. We can edit it out. If we got to edit it out, we got, we got Dave on, on the mark here. We got- I think that, I think that people, not everybody expresses their intelligence, uh, uh, verbally. I think some people, especially wrestlers and athletes, express their intelligence physically. Well, I think you know if you. This is a fact. If your ring IQ is super high, then your, your actual regular, IQ, your actual IQ is somewhere below that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> hovering around ninety-five. Oh, you're moron! They're like, oh, his ring IQ is yeah. about ring IQ. Yeah, yeah. Ring IQ is two hundred and ten. Regular IQ is just above the threshold for following instructions. Uh, oh man! But, but yeah, so yeah. I think it's something. They're body people they're body people and and there's sort of a there's an allure of like of being like a warrior poet or like kind of like thinking outside the box and i think a lot right. of times if people just think outside the box to think outside the box then they end up buying a whole bunch of bullshit that's not real i remember that like ronda rousey was on howard stern yeah. and me and my wife were on like a road trip and um uh she uh, like we, we, we'll we'll go on like serious and be like oh uh Choose an interview. They have like the archives of interviews. And it was Ronda Rousey. I was like, oh, let me hear that. I'm really excited. It's when she was like at the top peak of her yeah. MMA fighting. And my wife, who does not like MMA, um, was like, um, yeah, well, she's like pushing the boundaries. And then listen to her. And I remember like 15 minutes in, she was very disappointed yeah. in the interview, thinking she was going to get some kind of like, here's my philosophy in life. And here's why women are, you know, my wife like is like, she loves like, She's very into like lean in and 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 uh, female. Yeah. She's a feminist. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And lean I in, lean ex- in has been uh, uh, it's been debunked. Debunked? Yeah. Wow, you heard it here second. What's her name? Susan Lucci. No, no. Susan Lucci. <laughs> or, Luch. What's her name? Uh, Lucci Sa- House Party. Sandberg. Is it or, or what's yeah, the, the Facebook Susan woman? Sandberg? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so the well, what's debunked? Is that like if you're well, it's it's been so more critical theory has been applied to the idea of leaning in where like. To tell a, so, so for a woman to lean in, you're still there. It's it's considered still like upholding the structure that of, the of oppression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're playing by the rules that have been set up. That's like do. That's like being a, like you're pretending to be a man in quotes. Yes. All right. Well, I am the man. And plus, and plus, she hired a fucking. I love myself. She hired a far right wing uh, right. Uh, PR firm to to go after p- opponents of Facebook, so she can. 
Go fuck Listen, off. guys, it's always spicy here, baby. <laughs> it might be low times, daddy, but not here on this podcast. This podcast is getting deep. We've already talked about loose change, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> talked about loose change, debunking, lean in. And next, daddy, we're going to get talk about the uh, missteps of Lena Dunham, daddy. <laughs> but, uh, no, but so, yeah, the rousing yeah. interference. I like this, man. I like where this is headed. Um, uh, let's hear a cash in about the TLC match. Uh, I'm back in New York. What the fuck is going on? Holy motherfucking shit, I'm on my couch. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck her off. Let's go. Yo. I have no idea where Charlotte Flair is. I love you guys so much. Wrestling's awesome. She's obsessed. Woo! Guys, that was uh, Nick Tula. Obviously. Uh, cash yeah. in. Well, um, by the way, as cash in, you know, these cash ins are supposed to be your post match thoughts for yeah. getting a, a, a mid match celebration. So, so I was texting Tulo at this time, and he, yeah. he literally texted me. He's like, fuck, time for a live cash in. <laughs> <laughs> then oh, really? apparently did that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's great. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, great. So that sums up Oscar, the new champion here. So here's the deal. Let's cut right to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, SmackDown coming back to Friday. All right. So um, so here's the deal. So Oscar is the new champion. By the way, I really dig Oscar's like face work. Yeah. I really like her. Like, all right, I can't speak English. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna dance. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, like she's a very effective communicator considering like English. She's English is her. Sec- I don't even know if it's her second language. Yeah. She barely speaks it. Yeah. I wouldn't even say you know English as a second language. Like Shinsuke speaks way more English than she does. Yeah. Right. And um, he's actually really he's actually really uh, he speaks English really well when he's speaking casually. Right. I think when he's on camera, yeah. his, his uh, English acting is, uh, uh, yeah. he probably gets nervous. Right. Honestly, yeah. it's really difficult. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, uh, Asuka, but I like when she's just like, Asuka is the champion. <laughs> and she's like, woo, woo. She yeah. basically has like a hula skirt on. Yeah. Like she's like a little hula hoop. Like, yeah. yeah. It's so funny because like, she's like murderous in the ring. Right. And then- <laughs> yeah. She's got that one move where she like will do like a, she if you're if you're wrestling or you're grappling with her but she's near the rope she'll hold it and just do a flip yeah you know what I mean I very much enjoy that love it um, and, um you know what one of her signature moves is Naomi's finisher oh like yeah the butt smash yeah, the butt smash <laughs> the butt smash <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my finish she hurt somebody smash. with that she hurt somebody with that in I think in NXT Naomi no 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 uh, Oscar she like broke someone's. Like Aaliyah or somebody's like yeah. broke her nose. Nobody's or ready for the butt smash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, but uh, so Oscar won the title, which uh, felt like honestly like the only option. Yeah. Because uh, if they're going this route with Becky, if they're if they're going this route with Becky, she's got to lose the title because they're making her a face. Yeah. Right. Like they're riding it out. Like. So anyway, here here's my thing. Here is uh so great match. Hmm. Uh, look, it's I feel like we're in the same place where Becky and Charlotte are competing for the same heat. Like Becky, they're both bad guys, and truthfully, for some reason, 
Charlotte feels like louder and prouder than Becky or something. Like she's bigger and more booming. Well, when they're both healing off on each other, I- I'm almost like, oh, Charlotte is like getting more of my attention sure. for some reason. And then <laughs> Becky, I thought, was a little flustered on her promo this week. She was a little bit like, I saw her digging for that cosplay uh, Rowdy Piper line. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? She's, um, and, uh, uh, look, I'm, I think Becky's going to be fine, but clearly they're going to have her win the Royal Rumble, right? That's clearly the plan. Yeah. Well, I think that they're angling. I still think that they're angling for... And then she'll choose Ronda. Yeah, but I still think they're angling for the four horsewomen thing because they're setting up... Cause it How, was, though? Cause because the whole thing on SmackDown was uh, you two have had your chance. Right, right, right. You're done. Now it's time for Asuka and whoever else she wants to fight. And so now that puts Becky and Charlotte in the same boat. Yeah, uh, motivation wise, and so it's like uh, it's it's fertile ground for a an alliance. But truthfully, there's not a lot of time. No, like there's not a lot of time because the rumble is around the corner. Right. So this rumble is going to happen, and b- b- who's get, Becky's winning this Royal Rumble, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't if know. They're I don't. Dumb, why, why, like, why would you? I mean, if she's losing it, it's because of an angle. Right. Right. It's some kind of, the, and then she'll still get a title shot, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but here's what I'm saying is that Becky is now in a place where she has to go face. Right. Like, she can't do that, like, tweener heel thing because, like, she could still have the same attitude. She's still going to call herself the man, and she's going to be more of Stone Cold. Yeah. Which is kind of smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, a little a little uh, uh, abrupt. It, once, I, it's like I said, once Charlotte became heel, then... The moral compass is gone. There's no no one is centering the thing. Like Oscar has nothing to do with it. So Becky's now just she's in the wind. Mm. You know what I mean? She's just like I want my title. That's it. But before it was like I've been shafted by this company. And then Vince McMahon comes out and she doesn't say like fuck you, Vince. Yeah. I was like yo, get her that get her that Austin heat. Yeah. Have her be like with all due respect, Vince. You're an old piece of shit. Yeah. Why not? Or get Becky right? Yeah. Or be like uh, you know yeah with all due respect, Vince. You're lucky. You're lucky I didn't slap you in a disarmor in your dressing room too. Right. You know? Yeah, and you like you can fire that. me, I don't care. Yeah. And then fire her and just give her the Austin angle or something. Cause right now yeah. she's in like no man's land. Like you know, if the whole thing before was like Charlotte is like, hey, look, Becky beat me, I'm moving on, I'm going after the title. But the whole time Becky's looming, just being like, yo, do you think you're gonna one up me again? You think you're gonna use your pedigree, your privilege, your Ric Flair? You think you're gonna ride that out against me, the man? Yeah. No way. I'm getting the title shot against Oscar. But now Charlotte is just uh like in almost a meaner heel in a way. Like, I don't know, or they're the same. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why aren't they just on the same side, which is where they might go? Yeah. That's what I think. I don't know. Just felt odd because we never Becky got hurt when uh, uh, when Stone Cold got hurt. They found really clever ways to make it work. Yeah. Here they were like, "All right, she's hurt. Let's turn her face." Like they kind of I don't know. I can't think, but they gave up on it. But I think they have a long term plan. I'm saying that right here. I think they have a long term plan, and I think it will pay off. Yeah. But I just think these weeks could have been hotter. Yeah. I, I also, especially with the ratings are so low. Why cool off your hottest star? Yeah. I also think though that it's is maybe a symptom of them not really ever writing for women like this is like the first time in right. their business's history where they're well, having I, I got news for you there's you don't have to do it differently really bingo just write it like austin bingo. Write it like a, it's a person write it like a professional Especially wrestler because now you have a division the right. women's division is now 
a division. It's right. a real division. You know what I mean? The biggest stars in the company are in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, right? Who the top? Yeah, like the top stars. The, any of the men, the top men stars in this company, you can equate to a woman and argue that they're as uh, like Charlotte. You can argue, and and Becky, you can argue, are the two most uh, top wrestlers in the company. You could say they might be one and two right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what, what, what? Yeah, I don't understand. But that's what I mean. It's like they haven't ever really written. They haven't ever been in a situation where the where women's wrestling was being paid attention to or taken seriously, and now it is. And so they, and I think they think they have to write it differently. They don't realize they just have to write it as though they're professional wrestlers, right. which they are. Anyway, um, all right. So anyway, back to Mrs. Maisel. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> okay, Alex Borstein. Oh, Alex Bornstein, what a genius! <laughs> no, she's amazing. Uh, <laughs> she, I don't know why I healed off over there. Wait, I have a we have a real cash in right now about TLC. Not uh, Tulo yelling at his uh, Long Island television, <laughs> climaxing his, his Long Island TV that he got on layaway. All right, here we go. From, <laughs> is that a Long Island thing? From, layaway from Caldor. Gabba wee, gabba wee, This is the moose. I just wanted to cash in real quick. And ask y'all, um, what do y'all think of uh, fatal, the Fatal 4-Way tag match um, that happened on Raw? And the same thing with, like, TLC with the triple threat tag team match. Um, basically, what I just wanted to say is I don't think that match type kind of works. Uh, it's a little strange to me how there's, like, you know, two guys standing on the ropes that aren't in the match. They're just standing out. I mean... Realistically, who's going to tag them in from a different opponent? I just don't think the match type works. Uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good match type. If anything, it should be like a tornado, you know, like four guys in the same match or in the same ring at the at once, or just let them all go all out. But I don't know. I just don't think it really works. Um, I just want your opinion on it. Tell me what you think. Uh, cheers up. Cheers up. Um. Wait. So what? What does he talk about? <laughs> uh, the Fatal Four. What, what? 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 I know what he's talking about for TLC. But what does he mean for? There's a, like a there was a four way. Oh, you tag. mean a four, the four way tag match? You're yeah. saying where like where you think like, why would the so it's why would four of them stay on the outside? Right. Yeah. Um. Look, <laughs> I got really no answer for you <laughs> there. Like truthfully, like so. I, I, Keep in mind that we also had a. Uh, uh, a uh, a guitar ladder match. Yeah. So, <laughs> so our threshold for fucking stupid is pretty uh, low. I don't remember who won that. Elias. Oh, okay, I barely remember that. Yeah. Um. And then they. Elias beat him up. is going. Is he going? Uh, dry hair now. I or did. did. He just had dry hair. So Rollins' hair was a little drier. I wonder if there's a movement towards dry hair. That might be what the new era here is about. It's yeah. about might be about dry hair. AJ really ushered in. But no. So um, uh, look, I remember for a while when I I don't remember any time in the Attitude Era anyone holding that string in yeah. the corner. Is that string new? It's. I know it existed when I was a kid, actually. So I'd seen it before, but then it, it wasn't there for a long time, and it's it just snuck back in, or they started actually using it. The only thing I know is that I can clearly remember a time when what flavor? Lime. When duh, duh, duh. when I can clearly remember a time when uh, they 
suddenly started using it. Right. And it was like a clear, like, oh. It was oh. like during this podcast times, yeah. right? Yeah. It was I remember, like, I saw someone holding it, and then when I was at Mania, Rousey was holding it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what a square. She's, like, new to wrestling. Yeah. Because I was right behind Rousey at Mania in, like, row 10. Yeah, they, um, uh, it was maybe, a, it's been maybe a year, but it's very new. Right. And I don't know if it was like a thing before and they stopped doing it or why they started doing right, it. Because right, they right. never talk about it. Corey Graves is never like, oh, yeah, he's got to grab that rope so he can right. be eligible or something. Uh, but yeah. Because I, at first, when I saw, I saw it, I thought it was just like Cesaro like was bored and like <laughs> was holding the right. string for some reason. But I mean, kayfabe wise, one thing is that like here's here's my answer is that I I love it. Like my my favorite thing about wrestling is uh is universe the concept of universe. My favorite right. thing about anything is the concept of universe. Uh, you know, I talk about Magic the Gathering a lot. There's a lot of universe there. Marvel, uh, uh, Mar the MCU. Uh, we, I love universe. Uh, most things I like have a universe where there's set rules. Like I like the rule that. It's like, all right, so if somebody's getting pinned, it's worth it to come in and break the pin up. Right. And you're like, even if I get DQ'd, and they're like, depends on what kind of referee you got. But here's what I'll say. Like, if you got a referee who's more lenient, I think, again, we can get into that stuff. More nuance. That's yeah. I feel like it falls into my thing about, like, money. We need more detailed. We need to treat wrestling... Treat wrestling fans like they're more smarky because they are. Yeah. Based on the chants and the cheers of the crowd, I know wrestling fans are smarkier. And I think in today's world, the way to attract fans is to be is to do more nuanced things. Mm -hmm. Like I think if because all right, think about the pipe bomb, right? That's a time where we talk about that on the nine two five episode. Um, I keep thinking I, every time I say nine two five, I hear knee to face. <laughs> I hear Shinsuke and I say it nine two five. Right, <laughs> yeah. and I want to do it in the voice, but that would be racist. It would, but it wouldn't really be because if my intentions are good. Well, okay. Anyway, uh, okay. Anyway, all right. Um, Holy motherfucking shit! But I think that, like, um, uh, uh, the night five ad, we talked about the pipe bomb. Like, it drew me and Shebs back in. Wait, night five ad, by the way, January second, twenty nineteen, for all Patreon levels. Join any level on there, and uh, and uh, and uh, you can listen to that when you get to, back to work at the Hoagie Shop. That plug was for the people who hit the fifteen second button at the beginning of the yes, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can never skip my plugs, okay? Uh, and that goes for my hair plugs. Oh, uh -oh. Um, anyway, anyway, so, um, all right, that spiked the audio, but, uh, yeah, I like that, like, get into more of that nuance, yeah. so I want it to be like, oh, sh like, I want, and Corey Graves does some of it sometimes, sometimes, but I, I want to hear the referee, like, oh, man, that's a strict referee, like, they do that in UFC sometimes, like, you know, I'll be at a, uh, I'll be watching, like, MMA with, like, Shebs or someone who's super knowledgeable, and they'll say, like, yeah, he doesn't, he likes to, let, uh, he's more lenient with calling fights, oh, right, with, like, yeah. calling, submit. Uh, not submissions, but like, uh, like you know, uh, being like, oh, he thinks you got to defend yourself for a little longer than this guy, right? Mm. The refs matter. So get into more nuance there, where it's like he's a more lenient ref, or uh, I would like stuff like that. Yeah, even in New Japan, they kind of do that. Like Red Shoes, the ref is sort right. of is sort of more like uh, aloof than like the other refs, and it's like kind of like his character, right? You know, Cause think about even. A, a, a more realistic version of Heath Slater, yeah. where you're like people are like this this ref. People think he's bought. We're or like, not sure. Like PWG, right? There's right. like there's like Justin the ref that nobody likes, right, and right. then there's uh, Rick Knox who everybody likes, and it's like one's a shitty the ref. Refs and should definitely matter more in wrestling. Yeah. My point is that uh, I want wrestling to be more gimmicky, so I'm all good with that. Yeah. 
so anyway, I thought that was about the actual TLC match, but uh, I saw it was this. Not. I saw this thing. It was a NJPW match. It made me laugh out right. loud. They like so like you know, typically like in order to like distract the ref. Uh, they'll do something like get up on the rope or like you know distract them. Uh, I, I I saw this NJPW match. I forget what it was, but somebody like Red Shoes, the ref was in their face, right? Right. And what he does is he just reaches onto his shirt and like undoes one of his buttons. And Red Shoes is like fed up, turns his back on the match, and is like, oh, I gotta fix my button. And then right. and then they pulled off some bullshit while his back was turned. Yeah. It was like the most Three Stooges. Fucking hilarious yeah. thing. See, that's a little too far for me. But <laughs> I, that, no, no, yeah, because well, it's it, kind of Chikar, like goofy. Yeah, Chikar. But there are things in New Japan where, like, yeah. there's that one clip of like Maria Kanellis like shaking her butt, and Carl Anderson starts like dancing, the salsa. Right? Yeah, and you're like, which, by the way, that's how every professional wrestler dances. They, they all, all do, do the like the, the like a cha cha hip swivel. Because then AJ joins him, and then if you look at like any time any wrestler dances with the New Day, that's not the New Day Triple yeah. H. They all do that same dance. By the way, back to Mrs. Maisel, and actually, truthfully, this time <laughs> the, uh, the character Joel, uh, her husband in it, I'm really obsessed with the way he dances. A couple times they dance. He does a little bit like it's a little like um, like Ace Ventura. <laughs> you know, and he's like he's dancing. With, you know, like when he that. goes in the Cannibal Corpse because concert, he's <laughs> da- he. he, uh, he is it Cannibal Corpse, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, he, uh, 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 he, yeah, he just, he dances like, anyway. It's Cannibal Corpse. a good 1950s. It's uh, Cannibal heel. Corpse, and they are playing the song Hammer Smashed Face. Okay, good fun fact coming at you. Anyway. Um, but, uh, so, okay, but I, I uh, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, I like that. I think we get more into the uh, nuance there, but let's get into what happened, the main thing that yeah. happened this week. All right, time to start this podcast, Dave, and three, two, okay, so, um, so anyway, um, the McMahons are here, yeah. right? Um, Wow. Uh, think about last week's podcast where we were talking about the Baron Corbin situation, right? And like dissecting, oh, he's a mobster. Well, that episode, if you didn't hear it yet, don't even listen to it. <laughs> uh, it's completely debunked. It's and, uh, obsolete. Obsolete. Um, <laughs> like, uh, thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. Because um, Baron Corbin is gone. He got jabroned. Um, he lost. He lost. And uh, so now the McMahons, basically the ratings were in the toilet. Lowest ratings of Raw ever. I mean. Which, by the way, I just want to keep in mind. Again, this is the kind of talk. Go to other podcasts if you want to hear about ratings. Right. I don't care about this shit. But it actually affected storyline now. Um, uh, I, I just want the product to be good. I don't care if you like it or not. Right. Um, but, uh you also got to factor in people aren't watching live TV as much this time of year, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, the numbers are going to go down. It's all good. Football is on right now, so whatever. We're not in the road to WrestleMania. This is the time where guys that keep bringing up Shebs. Shebs is more of a he's a big wrestling fan, but he's a guy who this time of year, if he's not doing the podcast, is not watching. Right. Because he's like, I'll watch January 25th or whatever at the Royal Rumble. I'll watch. He knows that he needs an off season. So people are doing that math in their head. They got Christmas shopping to do. They're busy, right? Right. You're not worried. People are not working as hard right now. So they're not turning on the TV. They're not sitting at home. They're maybe going to see a movie. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Maybe they're watching The Marvelous Maisel on Amazon Prime. Absolutely. Amazon Prime. Check it out. And look, 
It also comes with, if you get Prime, it also you can get that sweet two-day delivery free. Um, Same day in some cities. Absolutely. And check out Mr. Robot, full season on there. Uh, and you can check out Homecoming, starring Julia Roberts in her most provocative role since Pretty Woman. All right. Uh, coming at you. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, that gabba, wee uh, drop is gone. I have to replace it with this. Bro. Okay. So, anyway. Whatever. The point is that they really must have fucking flipped out. They really cared about this rating where all the McMahons are back. And not only are they back, they apologize for being absentee. Yeah. Right? They literally came back in. We're like, yo, sorry we've been absentee owners. They ousted Paige this week as the GM completely. Ousted Baron Corbin. Yeah. And they came back in and um, uh, and uh, they called it the new era. And this crowd, this is about giving the crowd what they want. It's going to be a fresh new show with fresh faces and fresh action. This is all in quotes. It said, Triple H said, as of now, you are the authority. We're going to have new matchups and new talent. So they're really like, hey, they're blowing it up. I will believe it when I see it. So this episode of Raw, though, and SmackDown, I think what you're saying, I believe it when I see it. Let's break down what actually changed because... Not that much was there. It didn't feel that different to me. As a matter of fact, I would argue I didn't love this. Now, I don't love going dipping into the McMahon well, personally. Now, I know they have to do it. And obviously, look, if the McMahons are full bore and they're going to be on pace here and Shane's going to be better than he has been as a GM role in wrestling, hey, I'm fine with his matches. He's going to jump off of things people don't want to jump off of. I'll watch it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, uh, but... If they're going to come in and actually be parts of storylines and stay through mania, making things actually matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, uh, uh, then, uh, then fine. Then they're very valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if they're, but they came in and blew up the whole Corbin thing, and now Vince came in, and none of them have a really clear. Uh, it's too early to tell, by the way. It's too early to tell, but none of them have a really clear. Uh, Game, what I want to say, or like allegiance, right? Like, because they came in and were just playing like the boss, and it was more, it was kind of like more boring than Corbin somehow. Mm -hmm. Now, I agree with getting rid of Corbin because ultimately I said he's not the right performer for that job. He was getting better at it, and like you have to invest in him, but I get it. Like, I wasn't excited when he was starting Raw or whatever. So it was like fine, but we did lose that awesome Heath Slater thing. Yeah, where that was like something they just started, which was really cool. And if he was starting his mob or whatever that was going to be, I-, I think the way to go with it was to actually be there and involved. Have Vince talking to Corbin, just being like, "Look, the ratings are down. Like, you need to bring him up. How are you going to do it? And let's see Corbin sweat. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then let's you could still make some of these choices. He's gambling on stuff and he's pissing Vince off, right? And then. Uh, maybe give Tyler Breeze the IC title, right? right? Or like do something that's like crazy, right? Well, that's the thing is like that's you want to talk about what fans want. I think that fans want people like uh, Tyler Breeze to get their due, and they want people like Cesaro to get their due. They don't want Naomi versus Oscar again, right? They don't want uh, well, you know, whatever else. I think that like. I had a little bit... I didn't have an issue with it. Like, I'm fine with the McMahons being back. I just think that, like, 
they had they had built the foundation of something very interesting in in Baron Corbin's like mega uh, mega what's it what's the word. Uh, megalomaniacal right. uh, uh, tendencies. Uh, the fact that he had the Heath Slater uh, angle was like a, <clears throat> it was like the tendrils of the A story that could like reach down into the B story and kind of like string things along. It was such a nice, clear uh, device right. that they could use. And it gave everybody motivations that they didn't have before. Right. Uh, and But apparently, allegedly, uh, uh, ratings are down, so now we have to change everything up instead of because like right this is a tv show i think people forget it's a fucking tv show and things it was weird like things did change yeah but they changed in a way that was destructive like they just blew everything up right and then ultimately not that much actually changed when it came down to the card right so what they did was they peppered in so let's talk about the things besides the call ups what no i was going to no, go ahead cuz i had I, the, the one thing that i that happened that i loved yeah. like more than anything this year uh it was uh on smackdown what? Um, mustafa, mustafa ali. ali yeah what i mean okay if we could talk about that for one second yeah the guy's amazing. We we've been singing his praises forever. I mean, even if you set aside who it is, yeah, what an incredible precedent has been set that you can graduate from two hundred five live to the main roster. Yeah, he pinned uh, he pinned Daniel Bryan. He pinned the fucking champ. Well, this is actually something I meant to say last week. Is that the beauty of the small champion? Because then we got distracted talking about how we could see his abs over the title. <laughs> only, only one row of abs because the title's so big on a little guy. And I got caught up in the physicality of how big the title is. But I meant to say is the matchups for a small champion are amazing. Yeah. You can, right, when, when Brock Lesnar is the champion, there's a challenge because the little guys can't beat him up or it's stupid. Right. Like, to make Daniel Bryan Brian versus Lesnar, which turned out to be one of the best matches of the year, to make that work, it was all it it, it required a lot of a, a lot of finagling and schmazziness yeah. to make it like, all right, cool, we'll get in a, in like a thirty minute match, we'll get uh, five minutes of them actually being uh, equivalent. He's got to suplex him forty times, right. and then right, and then he's got super, and then he's got to uh, uh, and then he's got to hit him in the balls like four <laughs> times before. Uh, 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 um, uh, I got a, oof, I got a message from Arlen saying he has a beef with Raw and SmackDown this week. Oh boy! Um, maybe I'll call him in a sec. But anyway, so uh, uh, oh wow, yeah. live in studio, live in studio, coming at you, Gabba we and um, wild. If you do make that call, just you know, just a wild time being a first time producer here. Did oh, I yeah. just make a call? Yeah, I on love the fly? it. I love it. Yeah, man, oh, we, I'll do. I'll I do anything it. on the fly. We're loose and I'll fast. I'll take my pants off right now. <laughs> Please don't. Oh, okay, I'm sorry about that. You've been told I'm not sorry. to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, by UCB management yeah. specifically. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah. So, uh, 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 I think that's that's a really cool thing. But let's all right. Let's talk yeah. about the new things. Yeah. So, and we'll get into the call ups for a second. So the new stuff, Mustafa Ali. Right, yeah. he he got he's I guess now on the SmackDown roster. Yes, he has to be because he pinned Daniel Bryan. I'll probably do both, right? Which and but this is such a small thing. Uh, right. You can hear him watch back. You can hear him say uh, "Sorry, bro" to uh, to Daniel Bryan because he like lands on him 
hard. Right. And you can hear him as he's penning him. He says, you can hear him say, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Because yeah. Daniel Bryan is probably, Daniel Bryan, he, 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 this guy's like, yo, this is my shot. He probably went as hard yeah. as he could. Well, I also think he's that, wrestling with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. What a night yeah. for the guy. I also and think he that, wins. I think Daniel Bryan is the reason that he, uh, I think Daniel Bryan is the one who was he like. He probably vouches for all those 205 guys, yes, right? Yes, 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 But there's no, Daniel Bryan weighs, Daniel Bryan doesn't weigh 200 pounds. He you don't weighs think? exactly 200 pounds, right. if, if anything. Yeah, I'd say 190. 190? Yeah. So we're talking about 205 live, if we want to get, actually get into that. So th the size of these guys doesn't matter. Right. Jericho is a cru was a, the Cruiserweight champion. Right. That I'm going to look that up real when quick. We brought, when the Cruiserweight title was coming up, at, coming off the CWC, we were all pretty excited. And the reason we were excited is because... We're like, yo, this is a great way to fold in the little talents. Right. Right. And get them over. Now, okay. So this is five eight two ten. That is fuck you. That, dude, that, that is I'm, such I'm five eight. You think that uh, he would have to wait two ten? Like that's crazy that's weight. That's crazy. Yeah. That is such a kayfabe. Uh, uh, measure no, no, but also you can't trust that he weighs one ninety five max. Right. All right, and and he probably weighs one eighty to be honest, <laughs> yeah. uh, because he's super lean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and muscle weighs more than fat, but he doesn't have that much muscle. Where right. he, where a guy's five eight, he probably weighs one hundred ninety pounds. Okay? I'm five ten, one ninety five. Right. Let's just do this math here. Right. No, there's, there's no, no way chance. he's two ten. There's no way. No. All right. Anyway, so. It, it, it doesn't matter. Right, right. right. The other new stuff. Doesn't matter. Mustafa Ali. It doesn't matter. Uh, Mustafa Ali, it called up uh, Revival are the number one contenders. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about the new things. Breezang, uh, Tyler Breeze got an open challenge on the IC title, which uh, felt a little goofy for the Ambrose would just be throwing out title shots as a yeah. heel. But I guess it was uh, it was at the it was uh, disp it was in spite of Seth Rollins who didn't show up right. who was there in gas mask. Why did he sit around waiting? I don't know. I don't, why did he wait the whole match to beat him up? I don't know. It was like uh, it didn't make any sense because he's the architect. He's the architect. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm going through the new stuff. Then we had. Um, like a long Finn Dolph match. I'm yeah. thinking about what was the new stuff. We had Naomi get a title shot. I guess that was new. Uh, is that all the new things? <laughs> like, but what what other stuff did I miss besides the call ups? Uh, Here we got to cash in. Let's play. Yeah, the, I don't let's, know. Let's play the cash in. That's it. And I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest thing was. What's up, guys? I just wanted to talk about. Uh, Raw this week and kind of the heat that well both Raw and SmackDown were getting because a lot of people were saying that I heard you know on a bunch of Raw reviews that like not enough changed in that one week you know the McMahon's came out and they said they're going to change a bunch of stuff and uh, not enough changed well I thought there were a lot of changes that happened that were great um, you know WWE has to keep their current storylines going right they can't just kill all their storylines and then rebook everybody. Right? So, uh, I right. thought there were some great things that happened. You know, like uh, Andrade Cian Almas and Mustafa Ali getting added to that tag match. Gallows and Anderson and Sanity on SmackDown in the tag team four way. Um, what else we got? Oh, Miz and Mandy Rose against R Truth and uh, Carmella. Dean Ambrose versus Tyler Breeze. We haven't seen Tyler Breeze on Raw in forever. Uh, he's been, you know, stuck on main event every week, if you watch that. Um, oh, the women's gauntlet match. 
the new NXT call-ups. So, you know, I think there are a lot of changes. And, uh, you know, I feel like these complaints that people have been making just, uh, you know, it's going to take time. They can't just reset all of Raw in one episode. You know, it's going to take slow, you know, little incremental improvements. And I think that we're going to end up with a better Raw overall, with better SmackDown, too. So, yeah, that's my opinion. I want to know what you guys think. Thanks. Uh, cheers up. No cheers up on the end there. Really botched the finish, especially. But that's because this guy sounded like a real normal guy. <laughs> that's our most normal caller uh, ever. Look, I think those are some good points in there. You pointed out some things that were slipping my mind. Cian Almas came up. We had the women's golden match, which I have down here. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's just like, my thing is that if you want to change things up, it has to come from story and promo. Right. And I know, yes, you have to give them time, but my argument is that the McMahons are like the antithesis of story. They just come out and just book things and smile and are just for show. And like even Stephanie, they all just feel like it felt a little like half-assed where I preferred the Corbin thing because I get why you axed it. I get why they did that. I'm saying that. But I preferred Corbin a little bit because Corbin was like building a, a, a brand there, right? He was like uh, general manager elect. Uh, he had this thing with Strowman. And then, uh, I, you know, I, 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 a, I, there was more things happening. Yeah, I have a question. Am I watching wrestling wrong? Right. Because every time I watch it, I'll see people, oh, that sucked, or like, and I'm not even talking about trolls, right? Like, yeah. I'm talking about like. I, by the way, I don't think anything sucked. I enjoyed Raw and SmackDown. No, 100%. I just think it was a little bit like, it was like, it's supposed to be different, and I didn't feel, it didn't feel, I was expecting like crazy shit. I spent like Aleister Black to win the championship. Right, 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 right. Like when I started watching, you know? Who, by the way, right now, yeah. Aleister Black would be the perfect opponent for Daniel Bryan at the moment, yeah. given their two philosophies. Um, it's a tough time to waste a call-up. Exactly. That's why you could see the people they're calling up. It's a very carefully selected list. But am I, like, because every time I watch, I enjoy it. I enjoy Raw. I enjoy SmackDown. The stuff that I don't like, I don't really pay attention to. I'll wash the dishes or something. But, like, I am I watching wrestling wrong? Am I too stupid? Am I not getting Meaning it? What? Like, I feel like every time I watch and I enjoy it, I'll go and I'll look and I'll hear things from other people where it's like, oh, this doesn't make any sense because of that, or this is the thing, and they should have done. And I'm like, I don't see any of that. I also don't like, with like movies and stuff, this is something I may have said to you, Dave, at one point. It's like, sometimes people will be like, uh, uh, oh, there was a plot hole here and a plot hole there. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Like, am I not... Am I not watching it right? Well, you do a lot of no. drugs, bro. I mean, yeah, we, we know that. We know you do a lot of drugs. Okay. I do a lot of medicine. I, okay. think, I don't know. I think every... The, uh, this is just me chiming in real quick just to answer your question. I Or to, like, discuss yeah. with you about it. I think every fucking movie has plot holes. Right. Simply because you can't show every event because it would be boring-ass It'd be so boring. You right. have to be selective about what you show. Some things are just going to have to be taken for granted, like or just assumed. Right. So, either I don't think you're watching it wrong. I think you're actually probably more likely watching it what it was meant to be right. was enjoyed. Whereas, like sometimes me or uh, I include myself sometimes when I'm not watching a movie for the sake of just entertainment. But if you get away, you can like get caught up. So maybe with back to the wrestling, it's like sometimes people are just looking too hard at the seams when it's like, 
yeah, you've watched enough. You know what the themes look like when other people are just like, I just watch. I don't give a shit how right, the, right, 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 the right. mechanics work. Or yeah. I just want to watch the fucking show. Well, some right. people watch things for fun. We had that when we dissect the pro wrestling movies, which have like insane holes in them. And people are like, that was fun. I don't know why you were so tough on it. Right. But I think, yeah, like I, I'm a big guy. I forgive uh, holes in People are like, there's a plot hole and I, I forgive them. But sometimes they're. Sometimes they're major. Right. Like, all right, let's talk about. Uh, we keep dipping into the MCU right here, and we got Dave, who's a big MCU guy. Yeah. Uh, like, let's talk about Infinity Gauntlet, right? So Thanos' big thing is like, yo, we gotta get rid of half of the population to reset. And then the argument against it is like, hey, why doesn't he make more resources? He could, right? He could do it. So what's the argument there? So I, th what I've defend heard, defend Thanos. <laughs> Okay, I'm so, not going to try to defend their point of view. The defense of Thanos I've heard is from Mike Lawrence, where he's like, "Oh, because he's evil," and he doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't admit that, like, he doesn't, in his mind, doesn't believe he's evil, and that option wouldn't even like occur to him. Right. But I'm like, fine. Here's where I start thinking. Give me, and this is where Christopher Nolan. We were talking about like those Batman movies have these moments that we're talking about. Uh, um, uh, I was I was getting into uh, Jabroniak on the page about like. Uh, and uh, like we were talking about the nuance of the Nolan movie, we're like oh, it should have had one. We were talking about guns. Man, last oh, week I was talking about right, guns right. and the, uh, a Batman using guns, and I was like, oh, he should. But then someone brought up a great point, which was like, like his parents were killed with guns, and that's why he hates guns. Right. That's why yeah. he's anti-gun. I was like, oh, that's a great, that's a great point. But they don't call it out. You have to piece that together by right. you. Just watching the movie and going, okay, I can lead this line, this, this dot to that dot. In Batman Begins, he almost kills somebody with a gun, uh, Bobby Falcone. And he, yeah, and, and he, he doesn't gets his do chance. It. Yeah, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it, and uh, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, and, and then you have to infer, like, okay, he, uh, uh, he, he, he the, the gun is a problem for him. He's like, I, I'm doing the exact thing that I hate. Right. So yeah. you see that, and that's why that scene is there. That's why Christopher Nolan's great. That's why I need a scene of Thanos where somebody says to him, why don't you make more resources? And then he just smiles like the and maw. punches them in the face. The maw. That, that's all I'd have to see. The maw is like... Uh Thanos, why don't you just double the resources? Who's that? The what's his name? The Maw. The right? Maw, the intelligent the, one that got yeah. sucked into space. Oh yeah, yeah that character yeah. was in the Jabron's yeah, yeah. Why don't you just uh, double the resources? But why, why does it, if, if 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 Tony Stark said that to him and was like, "Listen, why don't you do that?" and then he just smiled and punched him in the face. I'm like, "Oh, I get it. He's right. just." Fucking, for he's, sure. uh, he's he's right. He's cha uh, he's chaotic good or whatever. Okay. And they're like, all right, fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna get in the argument because I I just don't care enough. I love those movies, but but also I think you could easily say that yeah, he doubles the resources, but his thing is we'll just keep consuming. Right. So even though I give you more, our the way that society he sees it is they'll just keep consuming and you'll have to keep doubling it. Whereas if I cut you down, then you'll just work with what you have. I don't know where his logic is that way but that's what I think is it alright I'll take that yeah the point is about there's none of I'm that nuance saying, in wrestling right that's so I guess, I guess yeah <laughs> right. his point is that there's none of that but right. there, we could use it sure I just get I just get kind of like I get self-conscious sometimes where I'm like am I like am I too stupid for wrestling like am I not watching this right because I oh, enjoy you're too it stupid for, bro is that you possible get a couple therapy sessions in there <laughs> if you think you're too stupid for wrestling <laughs> no, what am I, what am I thinking is, no yeah. honestly the fucking super troll came in last week uh, yeah. and he said it sucks. People do want to jump down the throat of it. Like Baron Corbin uh, was doing a decent job. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? But also, I also watch wrestling for story. Like I think some people, in terms of change, I think some people see it through two different eyes. Some people see 
really watch wrestling for matches. You have like the Stone Cold view of wrestling where he's like, why doesn't it start with a match? You right? He has that whole thing. He's like, why is there a twenty minute promo up top? And right. then I I've always liked that format. I don't think they have to follow it as much as they do. Right. But I always like like here here's the person who runs the show, and I like we always talk about it here. Show me oh Baron Corbin is the guy who sets the running order of Raw of Monday Night Raw right, and he's there choosing the matchups, and he's on the phone doing that, and I I kind of like all that. They never do with enough nuance to me. It's slapped together. You can see they're on like fake phone calls, and it's like you don't even know who they're talking to, and they're like, all right, you got a match. It's next, and you're like, oh, can you squeeze that in? Like, how does that factor in? I would like more nuance there. Again, more nuance. I would like these things to be pre-planned more than they are. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because I mean that goes back to the Nolan point where it's like he. You said that you you said that they should treat the audience smarkier, right? Yes. So Nolan knows that he's going to assume that his audience is smart and that if he puts a subtle scene in where he doesn't, where Batman doesn't use a gun, he's going to trust his audience to put that together. So the WWE, right. you know, scaled to, to wrestling fans should be able to be like, oh, you guys get it. We can trust you to draw, to put these right. things together. But also you don't have to play towards kids. Right. Like kids like like everything you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like kids will like things that are more nuanced and they just won't pick up on the nuance but they'll still like it you right. know what I'm saying so I'm all, um, as an adult wrestling fan which by the way you can see on Christmas day my stand up special adult wrestling fan all pro wrestling material comes out for patron producer level on patreon.com slash comedians yeah. and wrestling uh, check that out that's for people who skip the beginning I, that <laughs> plug yeah that, I, yeah that plug was for people who skip hit the 15 second and then drag the cursor <laughs> to the middle of the I have to say that name, love it, but also to me, I can't wait for Diablo Cody to adapt your stand-up special, because it sounds like a movie she would write. Oh, what? Because she had uh, adult, young adult? Young adult. Yeah. She's now had totally, like, it just, like, just seems like in the world of her. I like shit that's... (laughs) Named as is, yeah. it's clear. I like the cl- I like the clarity of what Baron Corbin was doing. I like this podcast, comedians of wrestling. I like adult wrestling fan. You know what you're getting with me, okay? Yeah. None of this fucking bullshit where you gotta you gotta dig deep to figure out what it is. All right, here's what I'm doing, baby. Anyway, uh, all right. So, um, uh, someone you idolize. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so listen, uh. Some people watch it for the match, like like that. So you so you might see, you might be very, you might be like, oh, I just I care. I'm. You might be keeping track of like last week I saw this, this, and then you're like, all right, cool. The matches we did have some. You had a long a Finn Ziggler fucking uh, uh, couple Bar- segment match. Yeah. Great, uh, a, a barn burner there. You had Ambrose first Breeze, which by the way that was my favorite thing because uh, that and Mustafa Ali, but Tyler Breeze. If you follow him on Instagram, the guy is can work. Yeah. And I also believe in that gimmick so hard. That gimmick is du- Okay, this is actually the perfect example of what I want to talk All about. Right. Let's So, if you watch it, you saw it, I'm going to come back to this. Is you could see okay, they added Mustafa Ali, they added uh, Cian Almas. To me, I barely even like no that even barely like oh, they didn't open challenge. That didn't register me. Oh, Naomi, there's a title shot in there. That's just the matches. I'm like I want to be like vested in the stories. Mm-hmm. And what's going on there? And to me, what I would have done to change it up is have Becky go after like McMahon or lean into something there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like is Alexa Bliss? We just 
threw away her storyline that she was the women's GM? Is that just gone? Yeah. Right? So now, like, we're restarting it with the McMahons, who they are now, are they face McMahons? Uh, it appears that way. Right? So you're like, but they're not even face McMahons. They're more just corporate. They're just like, hey, we're giving you what you want. Now, let's talk about, let's go back to the Breeze thing, and then we're going to talk about the concept of Vince thinking what we want is the revival, which means that he knew he was shitting on the revival this whole time, right? <laughs> yeah. And he knew we liked them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By the way, that was really telling, because I feel like Sometimes people talk about Vince McMahon and they say, like, oh, he doesn't even know that people like the, like, he doesn't know. And, like, I think he did know. Yeah. And he just thought they sucked. And he's like, you guys want them? Fine. Let's see if it works. Cause I don't think it will, but whatever. Yeah. All right. But, like, Tyler Breeze, here's an example. So, Tyler Breeze having a match where he loses to Dean Ambrose and a, an IC title shot, but no promo. I'd rather see Breeze. Cut a promo and you and develop his Justin Bieber gimmick, mm-hmm. right? He has this great millennial gimmick that like will tap into what is happening in this world. He's looking at the phone, taking selfies, like he has this whole thing. But instead, when he would, he teamed up with Fandango and made it just a goof, really funny. But it's like fashion files, fashion police. All right, they're fashion guys, super broad. But we have a really new age, we have a really nuanced way of fame here. Mm-hmm. If you had a thing where Breeze was too focused on it, like too focused on his phone where he's losing matches left and right, even though he's really talented. And Triple H was like, hey, man, like, I know you're more talented than what's out there. And he's like, well, I don't care. I got my followers. And he's exactly that thing McIntyre's talking about. Right. Right? Or, and then something like to fire on his ass to win, and you see he's talented. Or, like, he's, you know, something like that. Like, develop that gimmick. That would be a change for me. Right. Giving guys in the mid-card uh Mic time would be awesome. Giving the mic to Bobby Roode and talking about how he's disappointed in himself because he was the king of NXT and now he's here and he's one dimensional. That's then I'd be like, whoa, yeah, right. Then I'd be like, that's something interesting. But it just being like, uh, like having them all beat up Corbin. Oh, because why are the McMahon's man at Corbin? Why, yeah, why are they Why are they selling him out? A second ago, he was there to work for them. And they're not heels who are like, you failed us. There's none of that. Right. So what we've done is completely hit the reset button. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, think, I didn't enjoy that as someone who watches this every week. Right. I think, I guess they're mad at him because they're they're pinning the ratings. My point is you're dumb. That was my point is that it's you fair. actually are dumb. It's fair. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're not dumb. People watch wrestling for different reasons. There's right. a lot there. It's its own form of entertainment, like where there is something for everyone. There are people who are hard work rate guys. And and uh, I've admittedly, I love an awesome match, but the story matters more. I'm more dissecting that Daniel Bryan promo right. than, than uh, being like, you know, because look. I, I I've seen well, I've seen these matches like I see what these guys can do so anyway in terms of that um, I think uh, yeah I think it, I think I've had mixed feelings about this week where I was like oh they're throwing everything out and I worry about the McMahons who I don't like when because talk about like when passion or whatever or like fire when you're working like there's. There's a reason they have had they haven't been like hands on. They could be running the show every week if they want. Now Vince right. is getting older, but like Steph, like Shane and Stephanie, like they're into some aspects of what they're doing, right. but not enough to be like, uh, being like putting the effort into thinking about what their on screen char- characters are. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like Shane's just been the GM where he comes in and he's just like, "This is the land of opportunity. Here's a match." Yeah, and it's felt tired. I'm worried. Like at least when you give it to a guy, Baron Corbin was the wrong guy. But if you give the opportunity to someone who's really hungry, I think that's the recipe for success. 
Yeah, I mean, like you said it before, but like a Samoa Joe GM would be cool. Yeah, you know, somebody who can like pull that off. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess I'm not stupid. I just uh, no, you're definitely I just, not. I just yeah, I just was I was because while TLC was on, like I'm, I'm looking at Twitter or whatever, and there's people with like who are like right about this professionally, and they're like they have all these opinions, and I'm like, what? Is, am I the one who's out of touch, or is it that I'm? <laughs> you walked right into it. I mean, no, you literally no, no, no. called for the drop. I mean, um, all right, let's get one more cash in about Raw and SmackDown this week. Hey, this is Emily Scott calling from the Carolina chapter of the Cow Universe. Uh, and, okay, uh, this week, SmackDown, great. Gave me everything I wanted, especially with the tag team division. Uh, looks like they actually have some focus going forward. And they brought back Gallows and Anderson, which is something I've been wanting for months. So I'm really excited for this. And uh, I heard some buzz. Maybe Heavy Machinery is going to be going there and maybe getting into a program with New Day, which could be great if they use that to uh, really kind of work out um, their gimmick and everything on the main roster. The one thing I will say uh, about SmackDown, uh, I really hope they find something really good for Paige because uh, I really hate that she's not going to be GM anymore. Um, on Raw, uh, I feel like uh, the McMahons came in and kind of thanos uh, the storylines. Um, so I'm just... I feel like we got really heavily invested in like the heels running things and especially the Baron Corbin storyline and, and they just like 86, a lot of that. And it just, uh, I, I would just rather see some of that come to a more logical conclusion. I know I'm asking for logic from the WWE, but yeah. Um, but, uh, so I'm maybe a little more wary about raw, but, uh, we'll see, uh, what happens. I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, and then finally, um, they seem to be telegraphing really hard that uh, we're going to get a triple threat at Mania between uh, Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky, and I'm torn because in my heart of hearts, I really just want it to be Ronda and Becky, but I know throwing Charlotte in the mix is just going to up the game exponentially, so... Uh, I don't know. Um, thoughts on that, if it's not too early to talk about that. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, thanks, uh, Dan, Newman, Anosh, for everything you do. Uh, and cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. I mean, great cash in. So, yeah, I mean, do you, you feel better, Newman? I do. I feel like that's more of kind of where you were at, yes, right? Yes, Where yes. it's like, yeah, you felt like you were kind of into the Baron Corbin <laughs> right. thing and it got blown up. Look, I don't even know what to say with it. Uh, to me, it was just kind of a, it, I think you, I think the main thing is that like, it's like we're invested in this thing and they'll just like toss it and then it feels <laughs> even more meaningless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And then people are like, oh, they're like, oh, there's a new matchup. And you're like, that's what you cared about? Right, yeah. Were you following the story? Like, <laughs> right. there's paper views like we had this Baron Corbin thing where it was like he's going to be the new GM and we're like yeah that should have happened right like, exactly logically that should have happened right because then it's like it ushers in this dark age that, yeah but the stock market ruins everything okay <laughs> this is a publicly oh traded company okay people this is publicly traded and the stocks are down the numbers are down and there's people to be accounted for but, I, but the, 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 you, like that's really what it is like it's like the, when the numbers are down they can't just be, they, they're accountable to uh, this is Q4 baby Q4 is about to end baby yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um is it Q4 is the fiscal year the same as the it depends on what you know every company is different 
All right. <laughs> let's not get into that. Uh, but let's talk about the new. So anyway, I, again, I liked a lot of this. We're not shitting on the whole thing. We're just a little blindsided. That's all. Yeah. And thank you for mentioning Thanos. Um, again. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the mention of Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. Thanos. Well, Thanos, Thanos as a verb was very nice. Yeah. It's a new verb. Thanos. It's a new verb. It's fun to know that that's in the zeitgeist, like a new thing. Yeah. That's been well, it, was a fa- it was a great movie, by the way. I wasn't saying it was a bad movie. I enjoyed the hell. Um, yeah, I love those movies, and I, and I, I could be the first that will gladly get on board on poking holes in all of it. But I, I saw, still love them. Don't I, poke holes in Marvel movies. I saw Infinity War. Yeah. I saw Infinity War under near perfect conditions. It was nine thirty in the morning <laughs> at, oh, Ar- yeah. at ArcLight. I was by myself. By myself. There was nobody else in the theater. No one else. I had a hot dog. Had a nice hot breakfast dog. hot dog. Breakfast hot dog, classic. Great, great. <laughs> Perfect right. condition. So here are the people coming up. <laughs> yeah, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, EC3, Lars Sullivan, and Heavy Machinery. So, look, I don't. I I, I agree that the person I'm the most excited for is Lacey Evans. Yeah, I think that her gimmick is. Cool. I'm all about big gimmicks. I think they translate to the main card really well. Um, I'm a little confused by the way how her dressing matches with the gimmick. That's what I want to see. It's like it's a little like Southern Belle, but like a pin. Also like pin up, and also like I'm a little confused exactly where it is. It's like one percenter also, which is the easy threes gimmick. But she's sort of like uh, uh, she's like a. in real life, like a Republican conservative who right. is, uh, yeah, like a traditional woman. Yeah. And so I think that's what it is. And I think because she's a former Marine, and so she has a, like, a, like a quasi-military look to her. That's why she kind of looks like a USO Right. Girl. She finishes the women's right. The woman's right. And it's a right hand yeah. punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, she's. You know where that's that's where I'm at with wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the women's right. Yeah. 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 No, she. Uh, she's. She's improved a lot. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I have some predictions about these these call ups. You know, I think Lars Sullivan's going to get hurt almost immediately. Right. Uh, you know, God forbid, honestly. Uh, but I think he's going to get hurt almost immediately and kind of be taken out of the picture and lose a lot of esteem. Uh, Heavy Machinery uh, is going to go straight to Saturday morning main event. Right. Uh, Lacey is. Um, I think she'll do pretty good, but she's just going to end up being jobber to the stars. Um, well, can, does she have the work rate now to be in the? the we're talking about no, because here's the thing. Echelon. No, because here's the thing. The work rate has changed. Right. Uh, Tulo mentioned it when he was here. That match between Charlotte and Asuka, the rematch, the WrestleMania rematch, right. was next level. It was, it, regardless of the of the of the perceived or assigned gender of the people in the ring, those two people, Asuka and Charlotte, people, the, they they fucking. Every move was deliberate. They never right. hesitated. The work rate has changed. I I don't even think that even Becky, uh, even Becky and like Oscar, are working, or even Becky and like uh, Rhonda are working at that same work rate. So right. Lacey Evans definitely isn't. Um, Nikki is just going to go to 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 sanity and maybe disappear. I think the one who's going to have the best shot of being something is EC3. Uh, EC3 looks like a million bucks. He's kind of a jabron on the mic, right? He's getting so the mic it matters a lot. I know, you gotta but, sell me on that gimmick, but we are ripe 
for a one percenter gimmick. Yes. He is in the spot right now where I hope this guy is uh, not focusing on wrestling. He's focusing on on microphone. That's it. Every day should be working the microphone. Yeah. Uh, just going up to random strangers, be like, "Can I can I talk shit about you?" I <laughs> think I, right. I think you know, like yes, it, it, in those like movie books. I think like Save the Cat. Even when we talked about last week. It's like pitch your idea to somebody. Right, right. <laughs> he should be doing that. Just cutting promos at the IHOP or whatever. Yeah, yeah, IHOP. yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I think. Um, EC3 is, uh, I think they're going to have John Cena put him over. This is just a prediction out of the ether. I think he's going to premiere, he's going to debut. Cena's going to put him over. He looks awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what it, what he'll do. Um, and then Nikki Cross, what, what do you think she lands? I think she's going to go to Sanity. I don't think she gets a title, a title shot or a title run for right. a while. Um, I, I th- hope that uh, maybe if they keep the belt on Asuka, they can rekindle some of that from NXT because their last last woman standing match from NXT was amazing like a couple years ago. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think she belongs in Sanity and unfortunately it's going to kind of, she's going to kind of fade. I think the best way to use Nikki Cross is the way they used her in NXT. Like when she do the secret yes. of, uh, of like who hit Aleister Black. Right. That feels like the way to use uh, Nikki Cross. Like have her be kind of like um, like this kooky character could pop in. She's like, well, she's like a Luna Vishan who can wrestle, right? So yeah, they'll find a good spot for her. Yeah, because she can work with these people, so that'd be good. But th- these are deliberate call ups. None of these are. None of these are like. Hey, these are not the top guys. No, no. And so they know this time of year. Hey, we're gonna get some new talents in here. So you're excited to see. Oh, who's this person? But they know they're still saving the call ups for the traditional times, which is the Rumble and right. Post Mania. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we got revival as the number one contenders. We'll see where that goes. Um, <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about, and then we'll play one more cash in, is actually again one more thing. I don't want to talk about this Miz courting Shane McMahon thing. Hopefully this goes away and Miz gets a better storyline. But um, so, um, uh, did you? Uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon had this moment where he was like, Be- Becky was like screaming in the ring, and and Charlotte were yelling at each other. And then Vince goes, "Get over it and take charge. You got a problem with Ronda Rousey? Go take it out on Ronda Rousey." Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like. Um, that was cool because it was like, all right, but it was a little bit like being like, it was a little bit of a denial, like it was. in my head. Like that's the whole thing is that the McMahons came out and like denied all progress. Oh well, and they're fixing it with star power, and I understand why they do it, but like it is the thing where it's like, all right, well, your stars are like in the ring. Don't say no to them. You know what I'm saying? Also, it's like go go take around Rousey. Oh, okay, fine, but you put me on a different show, right? Yeah. The, so also, uh, and uh, Becky should have said that. She'd be like, I would if you didn't put me in SmackDown jail, yeah, or whatever. Have her jail gimmick. Yeah, but no, but also she said that she's like, I want the McMahons to deliver me Ronda Rousey. So even that was a moment for her when oh. he, when he was like. Uh, go take it out on Ronda Rousey. She should have been like, you know, I understand that you're seventy something years old and maybe you need to get your ears checked, but I asked you to deliver her to my feet. Right. You know. Oh Hello? yeah. Well, that makes it even worse. Right. Yeah. So that moment was, and uh, that was something I was texting with Tulo, and he was like, "That was so awesome," and I was like, "Was that awesome? Like, it's awesome to see Vince. He's the best. I mean, check out the nine to five episode coming out January second, twenty nineteen. We talk about Vince, and uh, you, 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 the praise of Vince couldn't be higher. Yeah, it couldn't be higher. But uh, 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 just a um, and uh, a non uh, a non kayfabe Vince. 
does nothing for these wrestlers in ring who are committing to these heel or face gimmicks. Right. So if you come in and go, what's your problem? Why don't you beat her up? It's like, well, it's because it's wrestling and I'm cutting a promo. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Right. There's like an element there where I was like, all right, well, again, I don't really know what's happening here. Like, I knew when Becky was really upset because Charlotte gets all the opportunities and she's been shafted and she her title shot was uh, taken away by Char- uh, Charlotte who joined it and then won. And then she's like, yo, f- fuck everybody. When I got mad, I was the most success- successful. Now everybody's mad. Right. Everyone, like, she's not, she's not off kilter. She's, uh, that's because she's Irish kilter. I got it. Uh, uh, um, they're Scottish. The Scottish they're thing? Scottish. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jesus that's Christ. Why. Oh, man. Oh, man. Should have known better, dude. Uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a little, it was a little off for me. Um, and, uh, and then, all right, let's talk about Daniel Bryan ripping on Fresno. So, <laughs> Here's the thing. Daniel Bryan desperately needs a feud. Like, he's out there just healing off on the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. But he's not talking about He's not funneling it towards anyone. So I was a little bit like, I hate you, Fresno. It was like... I, look, we all like it, but if I showed that to someone, they'd be like, "All right, okay, yeah." You're just yell- you're all. I like the fact that they're the most polluting uh, city in California. I imagine that was true. Yeah, probably. Uh, right? Is that possible? How's LA not it? It's got to be LA, right? It's hundred percent LA. Maybe Fresno. You has can like- see the pollution in the sky. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be LA. It yeah. can't be true. If he starts saying that about every city, yeah, then you it's, know what I mean. Yeah. Although, um, did you see in the beginning of SmackDown where uh, Big E and, Co- and well, New Day were eating steaks? Right. They were like eating meat right next to Daniel Bryan and kept shooting him looks. Yeah. It was like a oh, real I subtle. That. Yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Again, I'm sorry to be like, uh, like poo pooing on stuff everyone likes. Like, if Daniel Bryan's just going to be like, I'm all about being green. Like, if this is true, what else is true? Like, he's getting caught up in consumption, and he's mentioning, like, philosophers and stuff, right? And uh, 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 he should get, go down that work. Like, I, should, I wanted to spiral a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is good. I'm just saying it's a little, I don't know what, it's a little, it's a, just a little off. I think if he had a feud, it would work. He Am I should. the only one who feels like it's a little off? No. It's a little shoehorned. It's a little over the top without the nuance. Here's what they should do. What? They should have him be... Like bring like a baby that's supposed to be his baby, right? And it's like sick, and it's like, oh yeah, I didn't get her vaccinated because of the chemicals <laughs> that are in these things, and all you people, right? Because like, there's that line, there's that thing where it's like the farther, like the, like the far, 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 far left, kind of right. like meets up with like the same kind of sentiments as like the far, 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 far right, where it's like mistrust of like global corporations, right. mistrust of like the medical, yeah, like if pharma company, like. Like presentations, yeah, about like he's trying to teach you, like being like, this is like I didn't know all this before. Yeah, did you know it's illegal to collect rainwater in California? Right, the government doesn't want you to collect rainwater because they don't want you. They want you to drink the fluoridated uh, garbage that they pump through. You know, stuff like that, where right. it's like borderline Alex but Jones, like, and under all that, right? So, all right, in terms of if we're going into like improv lessons or whatever, like the justification, it's like, so what's underneath it? What justifies this? It's he's actually upset that people think he's a bad guy. Yeah, that's what that's what's missing. It's like he should be like, you're you're bad. I'm great. Right. But it's he's not totally saying that. He just keeps being like you people. But 
might just be, I don't know. Anyway, all right. I, I almost want to take that out of the episode because I'm like, he's 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 doing some of the best work on the on TV right now. Yeah, I, this is the first time I've been very interested in I, I really like it. I really like it. I, I want a little more, and I think he has, if he has a feud, he can apply it. Like, if his feud was at Samoa Joe, he could be like, yo, you're a fat guy. Right. You're over-consuming. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did you, hey, do you know that, did you know that airplanes, the airplane you took to fly here- Took more fuel. Took more fuel because you were on it? Right. Wow. And he's like, in a long time, I had this, I was just like you people. I was just like you guys before. Yeah. When I was like, what does it matter? We're not going to make a difference. No, you can make a difference and I'm making a difference. As a matter of fact, my carbon footprint, and oh. he should show his carbon footprint. Yeah. The t-shirt should be his carbon <laughs> footprint and then the universe's carbon <laughs> footprint should it's be just actual like a, footprint. It's like a chart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a footprint, like a little saying? baby footprint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And also, like, if you go back to what really made it work, when we were talking about recycling in that, or like, uh, in tw- like twenty twelve. Yeah, it's like I recycle. Like, I like I me. Mean, like, yeah, I know that's not a cool thing to say, but actually, it is cool. Yeah, recycling is uh, is is cool because you know why? It cools down global warming, <laughs> right? You know what it's saying? literally and cool. Like, I'm cooling stuff down. Like, I, I'm done with your perceptions of cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But then, like, they should also find contradictory clips of him, like, with his wife and, like, a leather jacket, like, his right. beautiful wife, like, yeah. buying excessive shit. They should keep catching him being, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, well, no, it's different because it's me. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, that's the main stuff I wanted to play. I want to end with one cash-in, and then, uh, and then, uh, well, and then we'll end it. All right. Let me get to the cash-in, no. and the cash-in. See you on down the road. Cheers up. Um, oh man, I love this gimmick of people cashing in from the weirdest places. Yeah. The two I, was on a ski lift. Yeah. And then now Josh Huff was on uh It's a small, it's a small world. world, which I think takes the cake so yeah, far. Right? Yeah, that's definitely so the top. far that's setting the bar. Uh <laughs> also, uh if you're on the It's a small world yes. ride. It doesn't matter how good your geography is. Just look around. That's the country you're in. He's like, yeah, I'm in Africa now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at geography. It's like, is there an African flag up there? Is there a, it's like, uh, uh, like a Nigeria? Look around. Like, yeah. You're on a ride. Do you, do you see a rhino? <laughs> like, like, yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. Um, there are some nuanced places there, though. 
be like oh and uh in, in, in yeah like iceland i don't know right, well, like it just bjork is there yeah yeah well, <laughs> yeah, well i don't know anything. i don't know like, what the flag looks like yeah. but uh all right anyway so that takes the cake for cashing in at from the weirdest place uh, uh, uh you've been the ski lift has been dethroned yes. by it's a small world yeah. see if you could beat um see if you could beat that Look, i want to cash in from a uh, uh jail cell I want I want your one phone call to be a cash in. Oh god, if you do that you get I mean you get at least a hoodie. Yeah. I mean, if you if your one phone call from prison is to us, I mean uh I don't know what the prize is. Actually, I have the prize for that. Uh, I have the prize for that. Yes. I know and what it you is. Know, and it's dope, right? Oh, yeah. It's a prize I'm going to use for something down the road. I'm about to go commit a crime right now. Just so I can put myself in the it's running. something that I'm upset I have to give away, but was given to the podcast by Arlen Marmel to give away, yeah. and he said I'm not allowed to keep it. <laughs> so uh, uh, if you call, if you're once, so now listen. It's an item so unique that there's no way you could wear it without him knowing. Absolutely. And this is not Project Mayhem or anything. I'm not encouraging you to go commit a crime to get arrested. No. If you happen to get arrested, yeah. and you know your dad's coming anyway, okay, <laughs> <laughs> to get you, yeah, call us up. Yeah. 316-530-2429. Cash in from prison. 316-530-2429. Blow my mind. Gobble we. Anyway, um, um, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, this woman's gauntlet match was great. Yeah. I loved the woman's gauntlet match. That was an awesome thing. I, I also like, in terms of like the stuff I like, I like that shot of all of them in Gorilla being like, I want the title shot. I want the title shot. And then Stephanie be like, we're going to have this. And now we get to see Natty versus Rousey next week. I'm excited to see that. I thought that was good. I thought Rousey cut her worst promo in a long time this week. Yeah. She was way off. A lot of these wrestlers have a tough time when they don't have an actual feud. Yeah. And like they got it. The writing for Rousey is really bad right now. They keep getting with these like, a champion is this. A champ. Let her say something naturally. Almost give her, she really needs bullet points. Like give her a couple things to say. Let her, the stuff she says online on her Instagram is, is good. Uh -huh. Let her just say that. Talk some shit to Becky. Why is she a I guess they're so worried about her talking shit about Becky that she'll get booed. Yeah. Let her get booed. It's okay. You can't control it. Like, you can't control it. Becky is the the, the face of the women's division. Mm -hmm. They love her. They love her. There's nothing you could do about it, WWE. So have Rousey say what she's going to say. Have her say, hey, I'm a champion. Look, fine. You don't like me. I don't care if you like me. That's not what it is. I've overcame adversity, okay? I've wrestled in the Olympic. Like, I, I've, I'm a judo Olympian. Like, right? Like, she has this stuff. UFC, I, I, you know, I've been down before. You've seen me be down. I can handle being down here also. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as a matter of fact, being down is the thing I need to work on the most as a person. We all know this. So actually, you're helping me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. But I, I always love you guys, and I'll always be there. I'll always sign the autographs. You know what I mean? I'll always stop at little girls who are or, or pushing past boundaries and breaking glass ceilings. That's what I represent. So I, I, I'm not really caught up in these booths. Thank you for every re reaction to what I'm doing. Right. Whatever. Something like that. It's a that. very Cena way to handle it. Right. Yeah. Right. And people, like, they hate the fourth wall aspect of it. I would see, play see a fourth wall, uh, which, by the way, I'm loving the thread in the Facebook page. Oh, I saw that. Page, people talking about their favorite drops because this new fucking promo program we have if a notion was here i'd ream this fucking canadian out but uh uh uh, uh I'm not him. yeah because every time 
I lose one. Every time we update the soundboard, I lose one. One is gone. Your soundboard is like Homer Simpson, where it's like every <laughs> yes. time he learns something new, he forgets something he already. Yeah, learned. so you guys don't even see when I'm doing the intro. I'm looking for one, and I'm like, oh fuck, that one's not here. And you're just like, oh fuck it, I'll play Alexa Bliss's theme yeah. song. So then one week, I'm like, all right, cool. That I need to make sure that one's back in. If the back, they add that back in, one falls out. So I don't have Gobblewee right now. I don't have Fashion, and I don't have see a fourth wall. Yeah. And it's I also, status. I also love that in that thread, a couple of the sound drops aren't sound drops. It's just stuff that I say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, look, we got to end this yeah. pod right now. Listen, guys, the, the main point of this podcast is... Let's see. Uh-huh. You know, I was uh, kind of like this episode being like, look, I don't want to be too hard on this. If you guys want to restart it, I was not hating it as much as the ratings were hating it. Hey, you're going to show me Vince McMahon? You're going to give me Triple H, whatever? Hey, let's see where it goes. I'm optimistic about it. I have a feeling uh, lighting a fire under your ass doesn't really it, it, it doesn't come as much from the ratings. It would come from competition. Right. So hopefully this Cody things comes through because uh, you know that they have the... Listen, you guys know I don't focus on shit like this, but Jacksonville Jaguars owner who's like a billionaire. Yeah, he's investing in that and all in 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 like all elite wrestling. Yeah, is that why they're leaving ROH? Yeah, I guess so. Right, they're all right? the elites pulling out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I, well, I look, Mark, if you, that's how the Ted Turner was able to do it because you know he's a billionaire, right? Yeah, and Mark Cuban though, Mark Cuban's a part owner of NJPW. Right, there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of that happened in these days. Is there enough talent on the indie scene to fill uh, to c- compete with WWE, like roster wise? No, I mean they have like f- there's four of them, right? Yeah, there's to give you an idea. Well, guys who are not signed, right? Like the the, the the roster would look like this, right? It would be assuming New Japan guys can wrestle here, right? Yeah, it'd be Cody, the Bucks, Omega, Hangman Page. It would be like Jeff Cobb, Bandito. Right. Uh, they already lost Walter. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Naito. Maybe Jericho, right? Jericho, he's going to be involved there. So you'd have Jericho. There's a lot of talent, but that's is that really where it ends? Okada? I think it, a, you, it's, 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 it's on two hands, right? I think a better way to think about it is this. Yeah. If you take... If you take I, these are rough estimations based on how many I know are contracted to the main roster right. of, of of SmackDown and Raw. If We've, you take, I've been trying to end this up for ten minutes. It's going to end going. right now. If you take Raw, SmackDown, right. NXT, NXT UK, and two hundred five Live, I think the WWE at this point has over one hundred wrestlers right. under okay. contract. Right. Plus their deal not, with not legend, not even counting like legends. Not so even counting like, legends. Hey, let's try to get Christian. He's on like a legends contract, right? right? I'm talking about active, over a hundred people on their roster, right? So, how many could be left in the world that are worth watching? Not that many, I don't think. It's a, it's 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 they they kind of set themselves up like uh, when you play Risk. Like they set up all these territories. Now they have the UK, and they have like, and it's, but the idea is that they could get big enough where they can recruit right. unhappy talent. Right. Like that's the idea. Uh, that's the yeah. only way it'll work. Is right. Like, if like, there's a mass exodus from 
WWE. Right, but that's but these guys are like you know with contracts, so it would have to survive three to five years before you know right. you get like you know one big acquisition. But you right. know, I mean, I thought when Kurt Angle went to TNA, I was like my mind was blown. I was right. like, wow, yeah. that's a major acquisition. And it didn't, you know, it, it, it was just still WWE was WWE at right. that point. Anyway, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Look, that's the point of this episode. We'll see. Yeah, we will see where this stuff goes. Anyway, hey, next week. Make sure to check out our best of 2018 episode. We're going to be talking about the best moments of 2018 in professional wrestling um, in a real specific way that I thought of how I want to do it. Um, and we're going to be getting some visits from some of your old favorites. Mm-hmm. So check that out next week. We're not going to be covering Raw and SmackDown next week. Any of those big updates I'll be doing on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. Talk about wrestling at four, four in the morning. morning. Supposed supposed to be the fruit. Fruit. Uh, and, um, and remember, Christmas Day. For the patron producer level, I believe it's called Jabroniac Producer, okay? Uh, you can check out my stand-up special of all pro wrestling material called Adult Wrestling Fan. Watch me give a stunner to a random audience member. <laughs> check it out. Dolph Ziggler's on it. Um, and uh, you can check that out on Christmas Day. It'll be coming out publicly in Q1 2019. And remember, January 2nd, the 2019, the first day back at work at the Heggie Shop, you can listen to the eight-hour episode. You better not listen to any other podcast that day. Uh, man, um, I think you're going to enjoy it. Checking out the official Cal Pro Wrestling Summit episode. Remember, got the hoodies left. DM me, and I, you pick up one of these hoodies. Uh, I'm insanely proud of how they turned out, and I don't have that many left, and we can't afford to order more. So uh, make sure to hit me up if you want to pick one up right now. All right, let's wrap this up because uh, we got to start planning. For tomorrow. Oh, man. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, tell I said him, I'm, I'm going tell with him you. to keep watching Wrestling Kisses because we have to go start planning. All right. Fine. Um, Consequences and repercussions. All right, everybody. Hey, all right. We're going to. Apparently, I'm going after Letterman now. I don't think it's a good idea. But anyway, hey, Dave, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, Dave, do you, you want to uh, tell them about your podcast? I want to get a plug in for it. Yeah, check out my podcast. Ah, oh, crap, a Hellboy podcast. Me and Kate Thompson also do comedy UCB, and we just going through everything Hellboy. That's awesome. Kate Thompson drew our logo. Yeah, uh, damn right. Absolutely. Uh, an amazing artist. Check that out if you're Hellboy, uh, Hellboy, Hellboy Yak. Uh, check that out. <laughs> if you're not, and, uh, and, uh, Take the ride with us. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, check out Steve Austin's show if you want to talk about helicopters. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going after Newman. Uh, keep or, watching wrestling. Keep, not Newman. Letterman. Oh, sorry. Man. Uh, I know. You're flustered. Yeah. All right. We're coming we're for you. After Letterman. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.